Oh, here's the important news, though. Dominic Ravens mascot Poe carted off after injury during a preseason game. Oh, my God. What did he do? He tried to do a flip or something? I might tackle him. <laughs> Give him a concussion. Oh my gosh, it's, it's just so ridiculous watching all these grown-ass men carry this bird man. Oh, they they didn't put him on a cart? I mean, they did, but to get him onto the cart. Oh. Holding oh, did, did they take his helmet? They took his um, nope. head off? Head's still on the entire time. I was about to say, that's they better. Commit you, to the bit, though. Scared the shit out of those kids. <laughs> <laughs> Like, ah, oh shit, out. he actually did get hit, hit by somebody. Oh. Uh, was it a commander who tackled? They were an orange? Yeah, this yeah, color is just it, bad. Sure, sure. <laughs> Might be. They're like playing a game with other mascots and stuff. Like there's an eagle mascot. And a yellow and blue guy. Maybe they're having some kind of like mascot bowl or something. That poor dude. Ain't no way Pro tried to gritty after he made Poe tear an ACL. Hope he didn't tear his ACL. That's awful. 23rd straight preseason win for Ravens. Yeah, it was. It was the, um, rape. yeah. The Washington game. There was like a halftime show. Oh, yeah. okay. That's what it was. Halftime youth football game. Oh, these youth fucking so, youths. So they're playing, always playing against kids. The kids heard them? It's fucking. I said John Harbaugh walked on the field and checked on Poe. Oh. It's because nobody else was paying attention to him. They said that Poe's injury nearly delayed the start of the second half. He probably, checking, he probably said you need to get off the field. Man. Gotta, <laughs> Just roll him off the field. Know what you always <laughs> say? Roll him off the field. It's hard to roll him. He's got that fucking beak. <laughs> yeah, I know. Look up. Nope. Look up more. <laughs> dunk, 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 dunk. After the NGO update on Poe, Ravens John, coach John Harbaugh said, I knew you guys were going to ask me that. Like, to ask him about the injury update yeah. on the mask. <laughs> He said, no updates on that. There will be MRI tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> Better get somebody in there. Yo, Poe got, Poe got some Under Armour um, shoes on. <laughs> I want to do the Under Armour brand. I want to hear that locker room speech at the end of the game. Yeah, they like do a, they get a kneel down prayer. For Poe or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> they got a neo dad they love go. let's pray for Poe man so we gotta win the Super Bowl this year for Poe yeah Lamar Jackson gonna come back so I'm gonna there play go. I gotta play for Poe I'm gonna do a pro bono <laughs> you don't have to pay me anything I'm here for Poe Hello, 
gamers, and welcome to episode 386 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for August 28th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? Man, we are at the end of August, man. Summer is almost over. What is it? What's the exact date? Is that the 15th or something? Uh, I don't know. I forget what's is like the first day of fall, but man, I am. I'm so happy, Daniel. The 22nd, like, apparently. The 22nd. Year. Oh, God damn, that's too late. But anyway, I hope it just <laughs> cools down before then or something. But yeah, I'm just so happy. No, Mother Daniel. Nature's like, I got to wait for the 22nd before this drops into the 60s. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, it, this is the worst time of year for me. And it's almost over. I just want to cry. I'm just like, yes, it's, it's almost time. It's almost time. I can finally put my stuff back up in my room because it's been so hot up there um, yeah. during the day. Oh, man. But, yeah, yes, us just get it started. You know, so now we're coming to the last month of baseball. Orioles are still in the thick of things. Outside looking in in a playoff race, but they're just right outside. I think it was like a game and a half last time I saw Oh, wow. Behind. Um, they won the last three games as of this podcast. And hopefully they win today and sweep the number one Houston Astros. Wild. Um, they won the last two games. Only between the last two games they played against Houston, and they only gave up one run. One run. They shut them out the first game. Only gave up one run the second game. And then the pitch has been awesome. The pitch has been so great. I mean, the pitch has been great all year. For this team, I mean, it's it's just amazing how a turnaround that is. Uh, mainly our bullpen, I mean, our bullpen's been holding it down, but the starters have been doing okay too. I mean, it's like this if we had this pitching staff back when we were like the number one offense, number two offense, where we was was getting like the most home runs in a year or something, damn, we would have made we would have did some heavy damage. We did some heavy damage. I mean. This time we don't really put up a lot of runs, um, but that's you don't need that to win. You all you need is good pitching to just hold them down. Teams to down to like one one zero to three runs, maybe, and you got a chance. Zero three runs, you got a chance. Maybe four, um, but yeah, you want to just keep it down there, and you got a chance to win. Ugh, all right, so what else is going on? We have nothing in basketball we're talking about anyway football yep read last week so as as of this today like as of well by the time you hear this podcast all preseason games will be done for the nfl and we'll be waiting for the season to start which is sometime in september i forgot the exact date um but it'll be starting off with the bills versus the rams i want to say um so that'll be pretty cool to watch uh let me make sure that's right Cause that's what my <laughs> brother said. Uh, it is. Yes, it is. Yep, September eighth is the first day, and yep, Bills versus Rams, the defending Super Bowl champ Rams. Apparently, there was a big deal. Um, because there was like a a scruffle. The Cincinnati Bengals was doing like um a merge practice with the Rams. They do this every now and then. Like two teams do practice together. Um, you know, just to get ready for the season. But there was a, a scruffle. I mean, I mean, there was like a brawl or whatever. And Aaron Donald must have took off one of the Bengals' helmets and start swinging it. He's like the top oh, player. 
uh, one of the highest paid NFL players. Uh, he's like the basically one of the faces of the league. And yeah, he was swinging it around. So I don't know if anything happened with this. I don't, for me personally, I don't care because I feel like that happens in football. Like, <laughs> and plus, I don't know when they started doing this. I mean, they've been doing this for a bit now, but I still remember hearing about this when I was younger, like having two teams birds for practice. I'm like, yeah. What the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> just asking for trouble. <laughs> it's, I mean, it seems okay just to, hey, yeah, it's not a preseason game, but just to go out against another team, you know, just to uh, get, you know, get get your um, body ready for the for the games and shit like that. I mean, that's that's all yeah. good. Um, but I, even though I thought that was the preseason games before, but whatever. But yeah, so I'm like, and then you put the two teams that they play against the Super Bowl against each other. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they were the last games of the Some season. Bad blood there. <laughs> so I don't know. That's a little. <laughs> that that's that was really the weird thing. I was thinking like, hey, why they put the, both the Bengals playing the Rams? Anyway, actually, I don't know. Maybe the teams have practiced together. That might be the preseason game that's happening at the same time too. Because I mm. I look at the preseason schedule because I don't really care about preseason. Um, uh, I barely look at my own team schedule. <laughs> so, but. I think that would make sense because they say, "Hey, that team's in the either in their town or their town, and they would just practice yeah. together." Yeah, and that you know what that makes. Yeah, sense. they did have a preseason game yesterday. Okay, so that makes sense. I'm gonna did they fight? Did they fight in that game too? Did they just fight in that game? <laughs> I doubt it. Anyway, um, yeah, that is it as far as sports I can think of. Um, I know the U.S. Open is playing. This will be uh-huh. most likely Serena Williams's last tournament. Boo. So she's still in there as of this podcast. Nice. All right. So, oh yeah, that's it. So, any big wrestling news? Um, I guess the biggest thing to come out of wrestling this week is that. Um, so I was. I think I talked last week about how they were they had moved up the AEW World Championship match between John Moxley and CM Punk to Dynamite from the pay per view. And they did that match. It was only like five minutes long, and they had John Moxley just like absolutely devastate CM Punk. Uh, so he is now the definitive champion because he was the interim champion there for a while because they do that in AEW while people are injured. Um, so now it's kind of unclear about what they're going to do for the championship at the pay per view. And uh, part of me thinks that's interesting because, like, hey, you know new storyline coming in, but at the same time, it's like, we're like a week, maybe two weeks out from the pay-per-view. So you don't really have a lot of time to build to something And the way that CM Punk lost. It doesn't seem like he could just come back and, and challenge again for the pay-per-view. Now the pay-per-view is happening in Chicago, which is where CM Punk is from. And he's absolute like crowd favorite there. Um, so they could do something, but it just seems crazy with the way they've built John Moxley in that, in AEW, like he is, he is overpowered almost at this point. So we will see, I guess on this next, uh, dynamite, what they're actually building towards, but it just seems like there's so much drama. I talked about that a little bit, uh, last week, I think about the backstage kind of drama that CM Punk was getting into and, Apparently they had like meetings about it and all talent on hand, you know, 
all talent meetings and, and that kind of shit. Basically, Tony Khan going, I'm not going to be a pushover. So we'll see. We'll see if he's a pushover or not. But yeah, so that's that's kind of wrestling. I don't, uh, WWE's Clash at the Castle uh, pay-per-view is coming up. But what about I think Clash that's at the Castle? Week. They play at the Dizzy Castle or somewhere? No, the it's Magic- actually kind of disappointing because I thought it was going to be like a, a cool historic kind of uh, venue. Going to London. They were going to London. Then. Well, they're, no, they are overseas. I can't remember. I think it's – I can't remember if it's Scotland or if it's Ireland. Um, I want to say Scotland. Let me check here. Uh, Clash at the Castle. Um, but the thing – uh, where is it? It's Cardiff, right? United Kingdom. How dare you? It's in Wales, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but it's just a football stadium, like just just soccer stadium. Like there's there's no castle, uh, nothing 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 castly about it. I was very disappointed to find that out. Because I'm sure there are like venues over there. They probably just don't hold as many seats as they would like to to try and fill. Cause you know, they aren't over there that often. So they like to like to fit as many people in as they can. But uh Clash of the Castle should be fun. They got some good matches going on there. Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns should be interesting. Uh because it feels like the first time in a while that someone could potentially beat Roman Reigns. You know, he's got both belts right now. It He's not really advertised for a lot of shows this fall. You know, f- even through the summer, he hasn't been on a ton of shows. He's, he's running like a reduced schedule. And, and Drew McIntyre is a guy who had the championship during the pandemic. He won it during that, like WrestleMania that, that didn't have any fans whatsoever in the performance center. And he did a great job at that time. So it feels like, you know, he deserves a run in front of a crowd. Uh, but at the same time, if rumors are to be believed, we are building towards the rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And depending on your thinking about that match, you either want both titles on the line there because it's the biggest match you could possibly have, or you don't need titles at all because it's just a huge match regardless. And you use those titles to make another match just as big. Well, not just as big. It's, it's the fucking rock for God's sakes, but you know, that that's, that's interesting. And I think with triple H in charge now, you know, it could be a different direction they go in because, Vince, it feels like it almost guaranteed they would absolutely have the belts involved because just like Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, it's like, okay, this is a huge match, but it's got to be even bigger because we want, you know, we want everything on the line. Um, But I feel like Triple H doesn't necessarily go that direction. So we shall see. Uh, WWE in general, it sounds like, has been a better product over these past couple of weeks since Triple H has taken over. I still haven't fallen back into spending any significant time watching it, just keeping up on clips that get posted on Reddit or whatever. But it's good to hear that, you know, that product is is getting better now that Vince is out of the picture. All right. 
So now we're going to what we've been watching. So I'll start it off. All right. All right. So I checked out that new series, Tekken Bloodlines, on Netflix. It's a, okay. based off the video game, the Tekken um, game that's been out for years. And it's um, doing this story of, you know, um, what is his name? Um, is it Kazuma? Jin? Um, Jin, yeah, Jin oh. Kazuma. Um, about, like, his start out and him real life, like, I guess we're realizing what he has inside of him, that demon that's from his father. And then his grandfather, um, well, he was with his mother, but then, you know, his mother dies. And then his grandfather, Heiachi, um, trains him. And now they... Oh, Heiachi's his grandfather. Um, Oh, yeah, you know that? Yeah, I thought for some reason it it was his dad or something. Oh. Nah, yeah, his dad was, um, was it Kazuma, I believe? Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's um like us. He's training to fight this ogre, the ogre that killed his mom. So he's trying to get revenge on that. And Hayachi says that with the Iron Fist tournament, the ogre will come out because he he will feel that fighting energy and blah blah blah, something like that. Um, but the show it's not bad. It's, well, to me, it's not bad, but it's not like great or anything either. Like they really roll over some stuff that could have been done better, like his relationship with um, a couple of the fighters because he know them, but they don't go in detail that. It's like you just you saw him in a montage, and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Um, I, I was like, oh, I recognize that person from the game. Like, if you're just watching the show and don't know the game really, you wouldn't know that was uh, somebody of significance. Right. You'd just be like, oh, he's just walking with this girl and something like that, okay. But then um, the girl, I forgot her name, but I've seen her in the game, and the other dude, because I only know Tekken that well. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I never call them by their names, really, except for Lee, because, like, Bruce Lee. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, because this other guy, he uses rival or something like that. You see him fighting, but they never they don't talk until you see the tournament. They go to the tournament, and it's like, darn, why you couldn't build, like, relationship thing with them, so they'll have some more meaning to it, but Whatever it's like, it was like in a rush, which I'm like, darn, it's it's a series. Uh, it seemed like you yeah. could do that, but whatever. That's the only problem I have. No, that's not the only problem, but that's one of the problems I have with it. But the visually, artistically, is actually better than I thought it was. Like I really thought it was going to be like really super cheap and not that great. And I mean, I still think it's on the cheap side, but it's actually. It's not bad. Like, I don't hate it. I don't hate it how it looks visually. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not the problem. And especially when they start fighting, it's uh, it's all right. I mean, I mean, it's all right. So, I mean, I'm, I'll probably finish the series because it's only, um, I think it's only like six episodes for it. Oh, okay. It's pretty small. Now, I don't know if it's like, oh, this is part one and there's going to be a part two. I have no idea. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's on Netflix. I got Netflix, so I might as well check it out. I ain't watching nothing else. Well, I am watching all this stuff, but it's like, yeah, I can, I can kill that in pretty fast. Uh, because, yeah, it's only about 30 minutes per one. You know, it's just like a half an mm-hmm. hour in the show. Wow, okay. All right, so I did check out the other Netflix series, Sandman. Uh, I just, I forgot where I saw this. I think I saw somebody talk about it on Twitter and the reviews. I don't know if, they were, I don't know if the reviews were good, but I know people were talking about it and they're talking about some problems with it. 
But I was like, I'll just check out the first episode. Um, I know it was like based off a comic, but I never read the comic, so I don't really know much about it. But apparently the Sandman, he's like some sort of god who, like, he rules the dream realm. He, like, basically basically regulates dreams and things of that nature. The dream world. This is where the world we go to when we dream. But then someone captured him. A human did a spell. He was trying to get death because he wanted to bring his son back. But he did a spell wrong and captured him. Hmm. And so, but he still kept asking for his son and he's been in there for, like, he's been captured for years. So he's out the dream realm, and things been going wrong. Some people, they sleep forever. They still stay asleep. Some people, they can't sleep. It was, like, a lot of problems going on in the world. Uh, but people didn't know why. Sandman finally got out. So he's been there, I forgot how many years, but a long time. And then he finally gets out. He goes into the uh, dream world. But then the, now the dream world is all messed up and everything. And now, and like a guy escaped, someone escaped, um, actually years ago when he first left to our world, because he was actually looking for him. He was looking for, um, a nightmare that escaped to the, um, our world and put him back. But unfortunately, like, like I said, he got captured. So now almost everybody's gone. Like his, his world is just like abandoned because they thought he abandoned, they, that he abandoned them. So they all mm. left, so now he's trying to get everybody back together before they can get all get the dream world back to the right state and also probably capture that nightmare. Interesting. So yeah, it's um yeah, it's, it's interesting. I just wanna know how if it's any good, like going from there. Like the start, it's a little long to me because it's like nothing was happening and because mm. <laughs> it was just him being captured in that ball, whatever, and just like time going on, man. I guess they're just really trying to establish a story, but that's like darn, I wish they can done done a crooked in this, <laughs> uh, instead of being like a whole episode. But yeah, and I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I'll keep watching. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't because there's still other things I have to finish. I still got P Valley to finish. Um, <clears throat> that one, even though the series is done, I had to catch up with that. Um, I've been watching the series called The Old Man. I've been kind of holding out talking about it because I want to finish that off. I got two more episodes of that. That's the one with Jeff Bridges okay. is the lead. And that deals with like um, basically almost like espionage shit. Well, not, well, not really espionage. He he used to work for the CIA, but now he's on basically the run. Yeah, it's quite how the, I think it's another series I'm kind of watching. Um, I can't really think of it. But yeah, so, oh, and also last, um, um, I watched Spider-Man, the... The movie, 2002 movie, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see that again. I haven't seen that in years. And it's still good, man. It's, it's great. Gave me a lot of memories of the time, man. Uh, I mean, you definitely can see how it's dated in some of the effects <laughs> it uses. But it, it was yeah. a fun. It was like a fun movie. Like, good for the kids. Good, good. for Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's like that. But you see how things have gotten so much better with the superhero movies. Um now, but that's still good. I mean, it's even still better than probably some of the newer ones now. Uh, it's, but I mean, the style of it. The style of it is, it's like it feels like a kids' movie to me. Like it right. feels like I mean, you, you can still enjoy it as adults, but you know, like hey, kids can get it. Definitely can really be into this, and the way it goes, like some of the, the um, stuff is like some of the lines are pretty cheesy. 
but as yeah, a, it's very it, campy. Yeah, it's like it, it's like yeah, as but it it gets, that's just that that's how the movie is made, and it, it fits. It fits with that. Like I couldn't see that now. I mean, I could. It has to be a certain style to do it now. Like I couldn't see yeah. this movie just being made like that now. It has to be probably. It it can be campy, but that's has to be a certain style of campy that can really be like, oh, oh yeah, I get this. Because sometimes it just be cringeworthy, especially when like you have the <laughs> regular people saying they were throwing stuff at the Green Goblin, and it's like, hey, stop messing with Spider Man, try to save those kids, and then the, the guy was like, you say, um, you mess with him, you mess with us, you mess with New York, you mess with all of us, or something like that. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> No, that's just how New York is now. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's not tight like that here in Baltimore. But yeah, so that's it. So now I guess we can talk about the She-Hulk. So how'd you yeah. like the episode? I like this one again. It's still just kind of fun. A uh, little, little campy itself, um, you know, with her like talking to the camera and stuff. Not as much, though. No, I mean, it's like, it's weird because the way she talks to the camera... Like in other shows, when I see people talk, talking to the camera, like they're talking to us, you see right. it like happen somewhat often. Like you, right? It's like, more constant. It's always like a moment she does it, and then it doesn't happen no more. And I'm like, oh, is she? And then it sounds like she might just look at you, and I'm like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it just seems. I don't know. It's just weird how they do that. It, yeah. And now that you point that out, yeah, because it really only happens about like once per episode. Yeah. Because that's kind of how the first episode starts. And then in this episode, it's like that just one moment. Um, but yeah, you know, this kind of sets up like her actual what she's going to be doing with her legal career now that she is the She-Hulk and kind of it makes sense that, you know, she, she saved the jury. So that that trial got thrown out because now they're all biased. And yeah, exactly. if I'm if I'm the partner in her firm, I yeah, I can't can't have that. So. So I, I thought this was another fun episode, you know, but it it's not really doing anything substantial, but it's just quick little fun thing. So what do you think? How long is that episode? I, I feel like it wasn't longer than like thirty minutes. So two. it did feel it did it did feel like oh, not an hour. I know that. Yeah, no, I don't think any of the episodes are gonna be an hour. Uh 30, 26, 30 oh, okay. minutes and 26 All right, seconds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that maybe that's why I can just sit down and watch it. Yeah. I, I, was just, I was thinking like I watched half and I probably watch half some other time. Then I ended up seeing the whole thing. Cause it's, yeah, it's probably cause it's short. It was all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all right show. Not, nothing, nothing special. I'm being honest with you. Only reason to watch it. Cause you watching it. I, I really, <laughs> okay. if you were watching it, I probably wouldn't watch it. Yeah, but I, mean, I did like because in this episode they had the abomination in there, and um, no, they did. They had the they had the man who is the yes, abomination. They, and, yeah, and, uh, Blonsky or whatever his name is. Um, but they, you know, she's basically talking to him about you know the events that happened in the Incredible Hulk, and and then she talks to Bruce about it, and he's like, "Yeah, it was it was a completely different person back then." It's like, ha ha, because you actually were a different person back then. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I never, I didn't even get that was a joke. <laughs> I didn't even get subtle, though. Like it's subtle. Yeah, it's, I guess. Um, yeah, well, the thing, yeah, was she being, um, 
she's one that she should defend him and yeah, it makes sense to defend him because I mean honestly, he only fought him one time, so I don't know how he could be it's like, oh he tried to kill me, but then it's like, dude, like you were the hawk and he was all juiced up on shit too. Yeah. So And it was the government that juiced him up, Dominic. Exactly. It was yeah, the, the American. He was just doing what soldiers did. Yeah, exactly. So. I said, fighting for my country, even though I'm not from here. <laughs> He's fighting for your country. <laughs> All right. So I guess we can talk about the show House of Dragon. Yeah. So how'd you like this one? This uh, felt like kind of earlier Game of Thrones stuff to me. It, it uh, visually looks good. I think they did a good job with the CG dragons. You see... A little bit more dragon in this than you you did kind of the earlier seasons of Game of Thrones, obviously before they introduced the dragons, um, and then just like the the palace intrigue stuff of this this leader coming in and then not having an heir and and trying to figure out what he's gonna do there, you know, with his kind of brother waiting in the wings, hoping that it will be him and his daughter just seemingly you know pretending like she doesn't really care but you can kind of tell she you know she she resents her dad for not making her the 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 most important thing in his life you know because he was very obsessed with well, getting she's a, a male she's a, she's a woman yeah i mean that's you know that's the way it was at the time i guess <laughs> the time uh, i don't know where where, where this at <laughs> whatever time this is <laughs> in a galaxy far far away yeah um but I think so far uh, the, the the story is interesting that they're telling. It is definitely like I was like, oh, they're not they're not as like over the top sexual or violent in this, and then the, then the sex and violence happened. Um, so it's definitely still doing that whole thing. I mean, there's there's a like tournament uh, scene where you know people's faces are just getting yeah. destroyed and and whatnot and there's you know an orgy situation going on so it's, it's got all the the game of Thrones tropes in there if you're looking for that stuff too but i think story-wise and writing it, it seems really interesting so far so what are you thinking dominic yeah i mean i i enjoyed the first episode like i was like oh yeah this is pretty all right and you know what i'm like i'm going into the season not liking anybody like i don't hate anybody <laughs> but i'm not gonna be like oh man they died um i, I really no, there's a good antagonist or not. Like, I guess yeah. really, I guess she she would be, but I have no idea because I don't know what she's going to do. As now, well, I'm sorry, I don't want to spoil it too much. But I'm, I'm, this case, spoilers. Like, she's going to be the heir now, and mm-hmm. since I mean, you can't have a son, episode. well, the son died, and the mother also died. Did you get that initially, like before the funeral? Pyre no, stuff? I mean, I, I think that was meant, right? Wasn't that meant to be? I wasn't sure because, like. At the end of that scene, like, you know, the mother died and then the, the, like, the son uh, was crying. Yeah. He was crying. And then I think he stops yeah. and then the, the guy looks down at him kind of concerning, you know, concerningly. And then they go to the, the funeral pyre thing. And I'm like, oh man, the mother, you know, is dead or whatever. And then when they like zoom out right before they, the dragon hits them with the fire, you see like a little, little baby size rapping there too and i was like oh shit the son did die too so yeah i was out there i think that i think that was probably meant for like that like oh darn the son died yeah. i didn't i didn't well i don't think i got that from that scene 
Like he was mm-hmm. going to be dead. Um, yeah. I thought it was like some sign or something. Like he looked at the sun and like something, like I don't know, some type of sign. Like oh no, yeah. it's sad the mom's died. I don't know. Um, so seeing that he died, I said, damn. Uh, that sucks. Do you believe if they hadn't tried that C-section that that mom would have died? I thought she was going to die anyway. I thought because I don't know. I how think that's th- what that that's what they implied is that you know she's going to die regardless. Like yeah, do you want to try and save your son or not? But at the same well, time, like can, it was maybe you could save the son. He just had broken arms. <laughs> broken arms. I mean, because you well you just rip them out. Yeah. Because <laughs> <you, laughs> oh my god. No <laughs> more. You just gotta have yeah. yeah you just have just won't have any arms they just need the little squeegee guy to, <laughs> or the suction guy to pull them out come on those 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 bones ain't should be that strong they should be able to just like squeeze out like i was gonna say they're flexible oh yeah i don't know yeah, like what the fuck bones. did they do that's always what they know what did they do back in the old days when it happens that way yeah i've probably everybody just dies that's what i was that's what i figured yeah but that's just yeah, fucked up. I, that's why, why babies fucking can't just be that way oh anyway. My. Why are they turning? <laughs> just know which way say, you're supposed turning. to be going, kid. Stop yeah, turning. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm digging it so far. I want to see where it goes because I don't... Did you watch the like preview of the season thing that they did at the very end? No. Okay. Then I, I won't talk too much about it. Um. But it seems like it goes some interesting. Oh yeah, I usually don't. I usually when the credits roll, I just stop watching. Gotcha. Yeah, and this one they also did like credits roll, and then they did like the behind the scenes thing. They always do that. And then they did. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't realize that because yeah. then they did the the season. I don't, really, I don't care over. anymore. I, I back in, like I said back when I'm my younger days, I used to like looking at behind the scenes stuff. Now mm. I don't care about these people. I just want them. I just want to watch the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they just, you know, basically recapped the show and talked about, like, oh, this decision was made because of this. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that stuff is cool. I mean, I just, it's just, it's just me. I, I'm not into that yeah. anymore. Yeah. So I look forward to what they're going to do with this. And it sounds like maybe there's already, like, multiple seasons planned for it. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's obvious, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was yeah, expecting. Yeah, going to be like a one limited run series um, or something. But- yeah. Yeah, I'm almost feeling like this, almost like the, but not as much as the Marvel ones, because Marvel ones, I can just skip a movie and I'll be okay. This, mm. I still want to watch it, but it's not, oh man, I got, it's a must watch for me. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal, like, for me, like how Game of Thrones was. Like, it's just there. Like, this ain't even my, I mean, I don't really have a top show right now. I'm trying to think of what I'm watching. Right. Tekken Bloodlines is my top show. That's I was gonna say, it is. is it Tekken? <laughs> <It's, it's, it's, laughs> joking, but no, yeah. I mean, it's not like man. I I gotta watch the next one. Uh, it's I mean, it's, it's all right. It's something to watch because I honestly I don't have like a big series right. that I'm just so into that I have to keep watch the next one. I told you, man. I think the best of television. I watched everything, so now I'm just. <laughs> Just riding the wave. Just riding yep, the wave. It's all just extra credit now, though. Yeah, yep. Just riding the wave to the grave. That's all I'm going to say. All right. So now we're getting to what we were playing. So I guess you go ahead first. All right. Yeah. So I, I was talking last week about how uh, Blossom Tales 2 came out, The Minotaur King. 
Uh, so I picked that up and I've just played probably about an hour or so of it. I've gotten through what felt like a tutorial kind of dungeon real short bit. And then I'm on to the actual first dungeon right now. And it's exactly what I expected to be kind of a more refined version of that first game, which is just a kind of copycat of a 2d Zelda game and isometric Zelda game, like the super Nintendo games. And, uh, so far it's doing all right. So that's, that's kind of all I got to say about it for right now. All right. So I play some more dusk falls, um, man, big, de- big decision. Um, I mean, well, it didn't seem like a big decision. Well, actually uh. it was a big decision, but I didn't know the consequences of the decision that I was like, Oh, oh no. I want to go back. And I don't know if there's an easy way to go back. Uh, I was going to say, they don't give you anything like rewind or anything. Yeah, uh, but I, I want to know if in between chapters, can I like, hey, can I just start? like, Or at some point in the game where I could just be like, hey, I just want to play this part of this scene and just yeah. go to different It path. feels like the way they showed, at least in that one trailer, like the way things branch. Like they should give you I, the exactly. option once you've gone past them to That's jump That's what I think it should be, points. like a mark. It should be at least like a mark you can go back to. Because yeah. I don't want to play this all over again. This is pretty long, like <laughs> going through this. Right. So I really enjoy it. I like. I really like the story. Like it's really. It really is tense, man. Um, like in that situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm always. Yeah, I'm curious about what this other branching pants would have done. And because I thought I was doing something like, because I felt like I was going all hard. Like, look. These guys, I can protect my family any way I can. And then I felt bad because I did this thing. Uh, and I was like, ah. Oh. Well, only because of the consequences that happened afterwards. That's why. <laughs> if like, I had gotten away with it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this I like I like this game. I like because I, like, I like these choice games. And that and this feels like your choices real they they really mean something. Like it really changes the story. That's what it feels yeah. like. Cause that's why I want to play a branching path just to see how much it changes. Um, also, I played that new game. It's on Game Pass and other places too. Um, Midnight Fighting Express. Mm-hmm. I played very little of it. Just I played just to try it out, and I recorded some. I recorded some with the Xbox. Like I got it working so I can record on the on the external hard drive oh, from cool. up there. But I can't record, you know, streaming. I have to have it on my hard. The game has to be on my hard drive. I can't right. record what's on the cloud. So I did put that on the hard drive, and it is a, a fighting game in the isometric view. Not a fighting game, I'm sorry. It's an um, action game in an isometric view, and like um, the movement is, I mean, it's normal action, and like you can, um, the fighting is like, hey, you got these men all around you, and almost like an action movie kind of thing, blocking, like blocking and countering and doing fights. It, it feels pretty good and all right. Then um, transversing, you know, you have to jump and do all this other stuff. I mean, right now, I can't really judge it. I honestly, I cannot judge this game at all. Like, I'm still at the tutorial stage of it. Gotcha. Um, but, I mean, it feels good. I do like the fighting. Like when I am fighting the guys and like pick up the weapons, it kind of reminds me of what's the game I played? Shifu? Sifu? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's, I'm thinking. It's an isometric view kind of way. Go ahead. It gives me that and it gives me a little better Batman vibes, like as far as the way the combat looks yes, like. Yeah, it, it definitely does that. That, yeah, definitely. 
but yeah, it just that's why I'm playing that. I was like, damn, this is just like uh, just a Shifu in a different form. It feels like <laughs> it was like, oh yeah, and I, that just reminded me that I played Shifu this year because like, oh shit, yeah. forgot about the game. I didn't even finish that game. Shit. Oh man, I got games to be finished. But this just trails. I want to end this fucking series, man, and it's <laughs> ending, man. They, it's just long. Yeah, but I played some more trails, and still, not, I'm on the last chapter, but I still haven't finished. I'm hoping. I'm hoping this week I can do it. I was hoping I finished again yesterday. I was like, I am going to marathon this shit, and I fell asleep, so that that <laughs> didn't work. Um, yeah, I could not do it. I was like, okay, I'm gonna spend like eight hours, just play, well, at least up to eight hours. Uh, hopefully, it don't take that long to beat this game. And I think after like thirty minutes, I fell asleep, and that didn't work. So that didn't work. Yeah. And I woke up in the day, and I was like, okay, I gotta do some stuff, and then I'm gonna come back and do it again. Then I was like, ah, oh, I don't feel like playing. I watch the shows. And then, yep, and then I tried to do it at night, and then I was sleepy. So I might have played uh, maybe a total of an hour of the eight hours I'll say I was going to try to get it done. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, yeah it, I, it's, it's just, it's not that it's boring. It's just, it's a lot of reading. So when I have to do a lot of reading uh, now, it's, um, I get, my eyes get tired or oh, something yeah. like that. Same. I was like, there. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. I need somewhere where I'm fight, fighting something now. But I'm at the part where, like, you're trying to, you're saying, like, your last goodbye. Well, not really last goodbyes, but you're about to do the final, uh, whatever it's called. And, uh, what they call it? I forgot what they call it. But, and so you're just talking to the rest of the town. You're doing your last, this is the last bit of side quest I can do, have to do. So I was like, yeah. Um, it's kind of sad, but it's like, yep, the story's ending, so this is cool. Even though they have another game. I didn't even realize this. They have another game, which will be, I don't know what's going to be called in the U.S., and I don't, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it, the one <laughs> that the title I have now, but it takes place in Calavert. That's the only place I have never been in this world, because um, okay. there's two big countries, Erebonia and Calavert, and then there's smaller ones. I've been to Libero. And that's it. That, that's like only been to um, those places. I'm trying to think, that been anywhere else? I'm not sure. I haven't really been to North Ambria. Well, you might have. Yeah, I haven't really been there, but they talk about it. But yeah, so those are like the two superpowers, basically. Erebonia and Caliber. And apparently this game takes place in Caliber. And I was like, yes, this is good. And this actually on Steam right now. And um, it's all, all in Japanese, but there are patches that put all in English. And I was thinking about like, hey, I, do I want to feel? I feel like waiting for the <laughs> real English version or just go right to this. But I was like, nah. After this, I beat this game. I mean, I'm just gonna. All depends what comes first. Like, I want to play these other games, and then if I want to go back and play that, if the English version hasn't officially come out, I'll play the Japanese version. Uh, because I, I do want to see more of this game, and I think this actually takes place after the events, and you play a new character. So that's like, yes, this is what I wanted. Um, what else have I played? I also played some Guardians of the Galaxy. I played some more of that. Um, I don't know how far I am because I haven't locked all my powers, so I'm thinking like I'm maybe more than halfway though done with uh-huh. the game. Story is really good. Uh, I I kind of this part's kind of going long um, for me though. I kind of want to hurry to get past this part, but it's I still enjoy the game. Like overall, it's a it's a fun game. Um, I mean. I think the combat could be a little bit better. It's not great. The overall game, I think, 
it's pretty cool. Like, it's, I just, there's like the story. I, I want to see where it goes and what happens. Um, like, the mm-hmm. banter between the characters is great. It's funny. Like, it's funny. Like, the writing for this was pretty good uh, for this game. Um, I did also play Call of the Lamb, like, last week. Uh, I suppose I had mentioned it. So, I don't remember a lot what I did. But hopefully I'll play it again. I know I liked what I played so far okay. uh, of that game. Um, I, I like that it has that you you know, dungeon crawler and then you build, you know, like your um, little community. Mm-hmm. You know, when you take stuff, supplies back, which kind of reminds me of Dark Dark Cloud, the old Dark Cloud game on PlayStation Two. It reminds me of how that technically was. That technically was you was oh, okay. the dungeon and then you was building your town. Even though you was kind of you were building your town because it disappeared from some evil demon, blah blah blah, but. Still, you're going through dungeons and you're collecting shit, and then you come back and then you say, "Hey, you have this much wood or this whatever resources, and you use to build um, things in your town or something like that, or your community or whatever you call that, your cult, your new cult you mm. got here." But yeah, you were, but I know this, like you were a sheep or something that was going to be sacrificed, but you didn't, and now. You had now you're working for this god, and you're building. He wants you to build a community that worships him, or something. So there you go. Yeah. And then I guess that's when you drink the the poison wine, everybody dies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all you think about cults. All you think about that incident that happened. All right. So oh, and last and maybe least, I have no idea yet. Death Stranding. Um, I did download it on the PC. It actually runs okay. It runs okay. It has some problems, but uh, I have it on medium setting, and it ran or is running all right. I mean, I'm putting on my SD SD um, hard drive too, but um, like the load times are not great. But then again, I think it's probably just as much as what a PS4 probably does with the game. Um, I can't imagine a PS4 just loading a whole lot faster, but maybe it does. I have Mm. no idea. But yeah, uh, it okay. But as far as the game, I am watching it more than I am playing it so far. I am like Kojima it, game confirmed. Yeah, it it is. But I see Metal Gear Solid One. It was a lot cussy, but it was a lot of gameplay. Yeah, I feel like and Metal Gear Solid Two. Now that I think that's what I was getting more into that. But for, but I was at that was at the age where. I wanted games to be like movies, and so I was okay with that. I think when it got to three, I was like, ah, oh, come on, I want to play some more of the jungle shit. Um, but I wasn't really hating it as much. I think four is when they went overboard. Because it was at that point, I remember um like my niece was um living with me, or well, she I think she was just staying or uh, something like that. And mm. she was like, watch me play, and she was like Darren, you don't play the game a lot. Like you, it's like you, it's like we just watch. It's like this is like a movie. I said, yeah, man. And then I remember, like, cause that's when I used to work overnight, so I would stay up late. And then my mom would see me. It was like every time I come downstairs, I always see you just watching. Are you playing a game? I said, I'm supposed to be, but uh, then get done the cutscene. Uh, but yeah, Mario Solid Four. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And so far, this is feeling almost. I'm feeling that. I feel like Mario Solid 4, um, not more of 5. Like, this, so far, I haven't really played much. But now, maybe maybe now, after this scene, because it feels like I'm really 
getting into um, really having that baby with me. Maybe I'll start having more gameplay uh, now. Because mm. so far, I mean, I I see where the gameplay is now. Like having to um, balance myself with these packages so I don't damage them. Like where you're walking and things like that. And like kind of pressing the trigger buttons. Like, hey, you're leaning. So you want to say, oh, fix your balance. You can, and plus, I think you can hold both the triggers down to hold your balance, but you, you kind of slow yourself down doing that. Mm. Like climbing and things of that nature. Uh, it, yeah, it's just a weird, it's, it's a weird, like, freaking delivery service thing you got going on here. Graphically, it looks good. Like, this game looks good. I, I mean, I give it that to Hideo Kojima, his games. I mean, they all look, they always had good graphics. I wonder, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I'm not, I'm not saying I hate it now, um, but I'm also not, like, saying I'm liking it either. Um, the story, now, what's happening so far, like, as a story, like, the dialogue and stuff, it's all right. It's actually done, I mean, it's done well. I mean, I think it's always been done well. It's just that you just don't understand what the hell, like, like, you don't know what it means sometimes what they say. Um, mm. now, yeah, I'm still questioning, like, why... What happened? Like, I still don't know what happened to this world. Why is it is what it is? Why do I need a freaking fetus um, to help me? Like, like to like, what is this thing? I still like I don't understand other stuff. I haven't still got those answers yet. Uh, even though the guy you play as knows these things, so I'm hoping maybe there's oh, some kind of I mean, because she's always been in this world. Like, you're playing a person who's been in this world. It's not like he just woke up like, oh, what the hell happened here? Yeah, I mean, I get that. It's just weird for, in most things, you know, the player knows more than the character does. Yeah, exactly. So to kind yeah. of flip that is is odd. So I'm hoping there's some kind of glossary when I finally can start playing because I tried to, I was trying to wait for a cutscene to end because I was trying to, I was done, but it was going on forever. And then I got to a, I did get to the part where I can actually move, but I couldn't save because they wanted me to look at stuff and. And like learn stuff, and I was like, okay, I gotta stop it. So, I I went. I didn't know if there's a glossary where I can like just tell me some things, like at least what's going on, so I can know like, okay, why is this shit happening? And like, where are these beings? Or like, what is these? Um, I know they're former humans, but why are those little blobby black things like attacking you? Like, what what are they trying to do? You see, Dominic, those are the heartless, and when <laughs> something yeah. happens, and you lose your love for making exactly mouse. like a heartless, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a realistic kind of heartless thing. I forgot the United. They said they don't call it United States of America. They call it the United <laughs> Cities of America. That's what it's called. You say we can help build. It's like you're trying to help build back the United cities of america or something like that and i was like what so no states i guess they just like oh no we're gonna have one law we're gonna handle a bunch of state laws or something yeah i, I just want <laughs> yeah i want to know is like did america change before or is this this world was it always just united cities of america I you see know. dominic there was the donald trump presidency <laughs> and things started to start, started to split we had the second civil war and then we decided that uh, states' rights wasn't a good idea. We should have cities' rights. And then we split up all the states into cities. Yeah. 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I always hated states laws. <laughs> I'll be honest because I just felt like what was what was the point of that? Like what? I mean, why why have that? Why complicate things? Like would be like why is that? Oh, you get charged for this crime here is not as bad as being charged here. Uh, that doesn't make sense to me. Or having different laws of like, oh, you can the speed limit is i mean i mean speed limit laws i mean it's just whatever uh i don't know it's just like it's just, <laughs> it's just a national thing because all the streets connected to other places the street. right like yes in different areas have different speed limits but it should be like oh i could get like if i go this many miles over the speed limit here it's not as bad as a ticket if i do it here right. it's like what the fuck oh uh, yeah it's age of consent is different no, in different boy. places come on man <laughs> That's just crazy. I think I think we should be able to agree on that one. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So that's right now. I'll play some more of this just to get so I can finally say what this game really is because I think it's. I thought it sucked before, <laughs> and now I'm playing it, and now I want to see if it is really the game I thought it was. Yeah. Not a good game, and people are crazy <laughs> who think it is a good game, but I don't know. Yeah, but then you're going to find out eventually when the Game of the Year edition or whatever, the Director's Cut edition comes out. Then you're going to play that one and realize you were wrong the entire time. <laughs> well, not wrong. Just that, hey, they made the better game. <laughs> nope, you're just going to be like, man, I was wrong about this. Uh, But that, yeah, Death Stranding. Like, yeah, I still don't know what Death Stranding is. Because they, they say it, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't. It's a strand game. I'm still gonna be in the beginning, even though there's a lot of cutscenes. Man, that's gotta be like I watched at least 30 minutes. <laughs> of, I think I, it's gotta be at least like 30 minutes of freaking just cutscenes, and I'm not that far in the game at all. Right. This is still the beginning. Like I only did, I only carried one package. Well, technically, <laughs> two so packages. 30 minutes of the 45 minutes. Is technically, been... two packages, but. Yeah, I'm like, and I think it was. Dominic, like, stop referring to your junk as a package, please. <laughs> I'm always carrying one package. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about this game. We'll see about this game. All right. So I guess we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get to the flashback segment. All right. And we're back. And now we're flashbacking to 2012, 10 years ago. This is the last week in August. So here we go. We got Angry Birds Trilogy on the 360, PS3, and 3DS. Yeah. This is um, the three Angry Birds games, which is what? Angry Birds, Angry Birds Seasons, and Angry Birds Rio. Oh, it's not even a Star Wars one. <laughs> yeah. Darn. I mean, objectively the better movie, though. Rio. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they got the... Um, yeah, so you get to play all these Angry Birds. You know, honestly, I never played Rio, never played Seasons. Only one I ever played was Angry Birds and Angry Birds Star mm-hmm. Wars. Those are the only ones I ever played. I mean, I don't remember if I ever ended up playing them as part of this console thing. If I did pick it up on like the 360 or not, playing them on my phone though, I liked all three of those games. Rio added the birds from Rio, of course, and and they had different move sets or you know functions. I I always liked the Angry Birds games. They were they were very clever at the time. I heard actually there's a VR one now, and that would actually be pretty cool. Yeah, to there see. is one. I didn't play it yet though. I I keep 
Well, I don't really forget. It's just that I wanted to try these other games out. Mm-hmm. But oh yeah, about the VR. Like I haven't been playing. I haven't talked much about it. I haven't played it because I think one of my my straps, the, a piece of it broke, so it's hard to stay on. Uh-huh. Um, unless I'm just sitting still. So the only game I probably could play is like boss or something. Mm-hmm. And then um, I did order a strap, but it came broken. Oh, so shit. now I had I told Amazon that. Excuse me, it's broken, and they sent me another one. I just I wish they didn't tell me I had to send it back though. So I don't feel like going through that. <laughs> I gotta go send this yeah. one broken one back to him. But I was like, can I just take a picture and show you it's broken, man? Come on, man. Right. What am I gonna? What are you gonna do with a broken strap? Come on. Uh, I mean, cost you they more to ship think, it back. Just to make sure that hey, uh, we will make sure that you're not trying to cheat us. So I'm like, come on, you got yeah. like billions of dollars each shit. <laughs> Damn. For a ten dollar strap, yeah. Oh, I don't think it. Well, it's probably worth ten dollars, but it ain't cost ten dollars. Um, <laughs> actually, this one might have did. I think I, I think the other ones they were up like in the twenty over twenty bucks. I know it was like twenty five oh, wow. to thirty, even some at fifty because they're probably like really like all this other junk with it. Mm. Um, yeah, I was just like, damn man, so this strap ain't worth much. And then I'm mad because why did Oculus not? Have a black strap. Why would you have a white strap, man? I mean, all that sweat and stuff. Like, I gotta like, match the aesthetic. It's not easy style, like. to just take off and wash. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know why they did that. Ah, oh, damn them. All right. So where else? Where are we? Mm. Oh, here we go. Dead or Alive Five came out. The fifth game in the se- well, the fifth numbered game in the series, and. Not counting the beach volleyball, extreme beach volleyball. Um, <laughs> so this is the one. Okay, I did. I played a little of this, but not when it came out. Like I played when it was last round, or something like that. Yeah, but it had like everything, almost everything. You still had to probably buy some shit. Uh, mm. But I remember. I think people were talking about this game was because of like all the microtransactions in it. Yeah, and like. They were saying, like, man, if you bought everything, you'll be this million dollars. And it was Yeah, like, it was a lot. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Um, they they talk about like the reception, um, not the reviews. Because um, that's definitely from the one before it, I was like, Oh yeah, this is this is I really dig this series. Like I like the way this this game plays because it's so smooth, it doesn't feel like one of those games where you have to remember combos and stuff. You can kind of button mash and still make it look like you're doing stuff you intended to do. Yeah. And then they went this direction with this one. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want <laughs> to. I mean, they had already kind of burned my recept, my, my feelings towards them with all like the costume packs and everything that they were doing. But then this one, they went completely overboard with that. Yeah. I think Dan Weikert, he was when he was at Game Informer. Uh, they say he was much critical, and especially the series perceived lack of substantial progress in some areas, such as character nah, customization. That's because they didn't get the cover story. Stating that this decent fighter is years behind the competition. Teen Ninja is showing his age, showing its age. Edge described it as mostly business as usual, with tweaks to the formula <laughs> and aesthetic, but nothing too sacrilegious and or enticing and 
G4 TV, Sophie Pro called it merely a refinement and rebalancing of their life for, um, and basically it said, but nothing, well, but hold on, I'm, 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 okay, I lost myself, okay, and that the game is the most welcoming to newcomers while hardcore fans of the fighting games might be to keep their expectations in check. Um, your gamer said Ditto Live 5, Mike Edwards, doesn't tarnish the series. It's a tarnish the series, solid and sassy reputation, far from it, but it falls short of a revolutionary leap in terms of combat mechanics and substantial expansion to a single player. Yeah, it wasn't much of the single player there. I remember that. That's why I think I didn't really stick with it. I had it on, I had it on PC. What well, technically I still have it on PC. But I'm trying to see about the microtransaction thing. Okay. Yeah, I was surprised that that all focused on that. I was like, is that the game I'm thinking of then? But yeah, yeah it is because then they got the they had the core editions and then the the ultimate one. And I think that's what got me was like even when Dead or Alive last round came out it was like wait a second how come they're still putting out new stuff after this that's yeah. not included as part it's of like that. that last round was released later in 2015 it has a digital only release for the play ps3 and the xbox 360 and a physical release for the ps4 and xbox one including free-to-play version for the latter consoles among other changes the original did a lot of boss radu Returns as cyborg and blah 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 blah. Then uh, this they don't talk about the microtransaction stuff. This seemed like that would be the big deal. Um, yeah. well, here's the downloadable content stuff. Um, the first downloadable content costume packs round one was released in uh, October via new outfits of several of the characters and available for free. The first purchasable DLC costume packs round two was released two weeks later. Available. Either sold separately or through full set containing all three at a reduced price. It was followed by cost impact round three. It's in October and a cost impact round four. Uh, with costumes that's angels and devils and DOA tech divas. Some of them previously made available as pre order bonuses for the disc version and players' swimwear pack. Yay! Also, with three sub packs included, released in November, all all of them also with the price dis- discount for choosing a full set. Two more content um, costume packs the next year. More demo content, including Hottie Swimwear and Sack <laughs> Island Stage, was released. A major pack. Yeah, this doesn't really go into detail of all that. stuff stuff uh that was because that was the big deal yeah was yeah. that i might have to find like an article or something on that but yeah that's did a lot yeah i yeah i wasn't into it and play to playing it i mean it was still did a lot it's just that i guess maybe it was an adolescent thing for me maybe i was just like and now i mean because the feel of it it just wasn't i mean it was the same but i didn't i, I just wasn't finding that enjoyment like i used to yeah, I'd be interested to try that versus like a a more recent Tekken because I haven't really played a lot of uh, a more recent Tekken to see if maybe that that fits that mold a little better than you know like a Street Fighter for me. It just Street Fighter doesn't really hit. Yeah, I can see that. All right, 
Well, it's technically free to play. <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot that six came out and it was the same way, you know? So I guess it worked out for him. Yeah, exactly. So, so six, it just started out free to play. Yeah, it had the like core fighters pack again, where it's like here you can play as these guys if you want, but to to do anything real in this game, you gotta you gotta pay up. All right, so what am I looking at here? I am looking at FIFA 13 came out for everything, and it has a guy smiling on the front. Uh, <laughs> he is um. Barcelona's Lionel Messi. Oh, Messi. Oh, okay. Is he still I've playing? Heard of him. Yes. Okay. I feel like I've heard that name recently. Me too. I heard it. Well, maybe, maybe his brother. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's like, but yeah, I feel like I heard his name though. Yeah. Fairly recently. He was on Cut of FIFA. And how did they like this one? They, I don't even see scores for it. I'm going to say they loved it. I want to never look at athletes ages, Dominic, because to find out that this dude is a year younger than me is depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I didn't look at the Daryl R. 5 scores. I just read the reviews, but not know what the scores are. Yeah, it got a Metacritic of 76. So, yeah, it's pretty down, I believe, from where it used to be. I got to think, like, two and three had to be, well, two... I had to be think four at least had to be around it 80 at least around that uh three was 87 oh that's four definitely was high. That's high. 85 yeah well four was even 85 yeah darn so yeah so that really fell down yeah i guess because it's more the same it didn't really change mm-hmm. all right so Final Fantasy 3 came out on the PSP. All right. I don't know if this had any big changes to it, though. Like, it's just like a... Okay, this just took me to the PlayStation Portable when I clicked on this. Um, okay, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Final Fantasy 3. I'm, I'm not going to go look for that. It looks like that might be like the like the DS version because it's the 3D one. Oh, is that version? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, did I think that got rated okay? I didn't like it though. I yeah, I think yeah, I think it did get rated okay. Yeah, because it was it was old Final Fantasy and story wasn't that good. Yeah. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Three came on PSN. I think it came on Xbox Live Arcade too. This is like when they released it. This got to be the HD collection, right? Not the HD. That's a collection. I mean, this got to be like. The higher res one, like, is closer to uh, the PC version than anything. I think so. It came on Xbox Live Arcade, too, but I don't know. It didn't come out the same time? This came out first on PlayStation Network? Because my friend got it. I think I bought it, too. Yeah, I bought it. I bought the game. But I don't remember when. Trying to think, because wasn't there something weird there? Wasn't it like you had to buy all three on the Xbox or something? Uh, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the but I'm it was thinking only of the that, original Xbox. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about San Andreas. I'm sorry. This is just Grand Theft Auto Three. Okay, I don't think there's anything special about this. This is just that game again on a PlayStation Network. 
I'm thinking about, I forgot. I think about San Andreas. I did get that, and I don't know. I, I don't know when that came out. All right, so hell yeah, Wrath of the Dead Rabbit came out. I did not know that Game was okay. the subtitle. I always just saw the hell <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know it was like a dead rabbit thing. Oh, that does look like a dead rabbit. I never do it. You know, I never looked at it. Yeah, he's hard. like a skull skull rabbit. Yeah. He rode a little like spinny motorcycle thing and shot off guns. It's a game I think I picked up at some point because it looked like kind of a cool Metroidvania thing with a little more like action lean to it. But I don't know that I ever ended up spending too much time with it. Um, it got oh, it Metacritic a seventy-one and was the highest sixty-eight and sixty-two. Seventy-one mm. was on three sixty, so it got eh, um scores. You know, like pretty much mediocre to good. Uh, well, I think actually, you know what? I think is because of there were some there were eights, but there were some fours like out oh, of ten. Four, so that's why the scores were the Xbox fanboys, Dominic. We got eight on your gamer. GameSpot gave it a four. I didn't give it a four point nine, but the oh. Xbox UK gave it an eight, and the PlayStation UK gave it a seven, and the PC gamer for the US gave it a seventy-two. Um, yeah, it didn't seem like it was all that great. I mean, uh, it probably—I don't know. Um, yeah, I never played this. I always seen it. Like like a sale, but I just never mm. really paid to gave it much attention. The hell was Greg Miller thinking when IGN? Oh, come on. Um, this game called Lolly Loopsy. That came I on remember 3DS. that character. I think that was a kids show where she was like a a yarn doll. Yeah. Uh, what channel did this come on? I have no idea. P- PBS maybe. <laughs> oh, Nick Junior. And now oh, it's on Netflix. Uh, I don't know if it's still on Netflix though. But they picked it up. It's a Netflix original now. But yeah, it was on Nick Jr. and they had a game about it. So there you go. Um, hope the kids loved it. Because <laughs> I don't know if even people even review this shit. Oh, uh, we got Little Big Planet on the PS Vita is out. It got rated pretty high though too. Um, like eighty eight on Metacritic. Mm. Um, ninety four by yeah. Famitsu. I mean, we're still in like early Vita days, so people are looking for basically any game to to play on that thing. And I think a little Big Planet was all right, you know. But it's like you said, it, it still had the same loose jumping. All right, what's what is this? Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna say it because they don't have a Wikipedia page for it. There you go. <laughs> we got this Marvel versus Capcom Origin. So this is the release of the original Marvel versus Capcom. Oh, okay. Like, was there anything special about this version, or was it just really just the first Let's version? Let's see. Da, 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 da. Aim to maintain the integrity of the original release. As such, no changes were made to gameplay mechanics or character balance. It did introduce high-definition visuals with multiple options to filter. Oh, okay. Um, Implements GGPO-enhanced online multiplayer with player lobby spectator spectating and replay saving it also incorporates a challenge system that awards points used to unlock concept art secret characters and other content and it got a 78 on the 360 in metacritic got 72 on ps3 
I wonder why is that big jump, but <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was a network error or some shit. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so because I mean, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 had already came out years before because I was definitely waiting for that. That was one of those summer summer mm. games. What's it, what's it was called? Summer X Arcade? Uh, I forgot what it was called. Summer of Arcade. Summer yep, Arcade. Okay. Right. Yeah. And oh my goodness, I was so happy when I finally got that game. I played the shit out of that game. <laughs> I think I played. Yeah, I did play a hundred matches. Uh, at least, I mean, at the at least a hundred matches because that was like an achievement. Yeah. And I think I was always at five hundred, but then I think when I got to near around hundred and one or something, I was like like five more well, hundred to two. I think I was like five hundred, but then I started losing. I said, ah, oh, <laughs> that's it. Stopped. All right. I wish they would do a new one of those games, but like throwback style. Yeah. Oh, One Piece Warriors. This is the first one. This is One Piece in the Warriors, the like Dicey Warriors format. Yeah, this, I didn't know what One Piece was at this time. <laughs> yeah, I just probably didn't either. I did. I just knew it was a pirate thing, and it was like anime, but I didn't know nothing about One Piece. Also, we got Pro Evolution Soccer 2013. Yes, he was on the front of this. It's a little some um. Foreign dudes. It's um <laughs> no, it's Madrid's Cristiano Ro- oh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah. Why you say why you say that? Why you say it like that? Because that's also a guy I've heard of. Oh, well Ronaldo, I think that I think it's multiple people with that last name. But, but this is the Ronaldo that I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, you might maybe. <laughs> uh what else we have? We have the testament of Sherlock Holmes. So this is yeah, you know what? I it wasn't this one. It was the I forgot what which one was, was it. It was one of those free ones that came with either PlayStation or Xbox like games for gold. Mm. But I did play the Sherlock Holmes game and it was all right, but I just never just finished it. Um, was that maybe Crimes and Punishment the one you played? I think that was the one that we got for free. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It was. 2014. Yeah, I think it was Twilight Crimes and Punishment. But like the first one, I remember hearing about Sherlock Holmes versus Jack the Ripper and mm. how it got like a lot of sevens and stuff or something like that. This guy was like low, but it's like it wasn't horrible, but it had its problems. But I didn't pay attention to it because I was thinking it's like, oh, this is probably just like a, a game, but it's not not worth even looking at. But they kept <laughs> going. And oh yeah. And I was like, darn, I guess it was more popular than I thought it was or something. But yeah, yeah, they kept um, making them. I didn't play this one, a testament of Sherlock Holmes, but it's like I kind of want to go back and play them too. I just wish I had Tom because they seem like yeah. something I'll be interested in. Yeah, and those earlier ones were like more adventure focused, you know, point clicky kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, what was the like? Are they still even doing new Sherlock Holmes games or did they just stop? Or is there plans for a new one? Last one was in 2021, apparently. Holy shit. And that was Sherlock Holmes chapter one. So they, you know, oh, they go back to one. the drawing board. <laughs> but that got 77 on PC, 73 on PS5. And it's a guy Series from um, Dr. Strange talking for him. <laughs> I doubt it. Cumberbatch. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, where are we at here? We got Tokyo Jungle for the PlayStation Network. Um, I don't know what is a. What it is, but I see what the hell is that in the cover? Like a 
Is that a dog? Tokyo Jungle, you play as an animal in like a post-apocalyptic overgrown Japan. I think it was like mostly a side-scrolling kind of, not side-scrolling necessarily, but like a 2D platformer game. Yeah, it's just, it's a, it has two modes, story and survival. In story mode, the player plays through missions created around various animals. Eventually, the player will discover the truth behind humankind's disappearance. A Pomerian dog, Pomerian dogs are key characters in the game. Oh yeah, that's those dogs I always see over there. Um, because <laughs> I've been over there, so uh, you know I've seen them. Then of course, uh, it's like I've well, <laughs> always seen them. In, I always seen video games about Japan, so I just figured that's saying you're all over there. Um, in survival mode, the player or players takes controls of the animal and fights for survival against other animals for as long as possible. Tokyo Jungle has online leaderboards so the players can compare their survival skills against one another. Smaller animals will fight in groups and the player's group can win fights against larger animals as long as one member of the group survives the fight. Taryn, what the hell? I even see, like, is this dinosaurs in here? It says 50 Breeze. Yeah, they definitely had a couple of dinosaurs in there. Game Dilophosaurus. What the hell? Where did dinosaurs come from? They, uh, you know, you get the amber and then you inject the frog <laughs> DNA. And then Mr. DNA is like, yippee ki yay, yay motherfuckers. Um, it got rated 77 on the Vita version, 74 on the PS3 version. I mean, it got decent scores. Um, yeah. Except for GameSpot gave it a 5 out of 10. And GameZone didn't like the Vita version. They get a Vita version of 5 out of 10, but they get the eight PS3 version at 8.5 out of 10. Interesting. Oh, The Guardian. The Guardian reviewed it. They gave it um, a 4 <laughs> out Prestigious of video game magazine, stars. The Guardian. <laughs> All right. Oh, here we go. We got our World of Warcraft expansion. Oh, yes. World uh Miss of Pandaria. Yes, oh, we yeah. get to play as yes. Kung Fu Panda, baby. We finally get to do it. I'm surprised they ain't sue him. Why did Comfort Panda didn't sue him? <laughs> they didn't have the money to. Yeah, I just like I, all I did like for World of Warcraft was their trailers for these games. Yeah, oh yeah, their CG trailers were great. They look better than the damn movie they put out. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like, why didn't they just do the movie based like with the CG trailers? <laughs> Alright, um, I'm not going to say this one. This is an iOS game. Alright, Castle Crashers finally come to the windows. I felt like that's way too long. That should have been came yeah. out. Uh, <laughs> I'll always say this one, these games. Um, we got Bad Piggies. I probably even said, should have said this game. Well, no. This is um, Angry is Birds. Is that a call it game? Angry Birds game? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, that game was alright. What you do? Oh, what did you do in it? Did you... You were, like, building devices to get away from the the birds, I think. Oh, okay. I so, didn't watch the uh, movie, so see. why did the birds hate the pigs? Uh, Something about uh, bird genocide or something, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah, pigs were trying to All take right. everything. Do away. I even want to say this one? I'm not going to say it. Um, Half Minute Hero came out for the Windows. Did it come out on anything else before that? I don't remember saying this game. I don't recall. Because, like, I think I always confuse this it came with out something last else. Year, and actually, it came out years ago um, 
on place PSP 2009. So okay. I did say this game. Yeah, I probably did. So it finally came out on Windows. It's about a hero who only can last uh, half a minute in bed, and you just go. You're trying to you're trying to break that. You're trying to get to that minute <laughs> mark. It's like I I think you pay for like. What what is it? You play for like, like 30, 30 second chunks at yeah. a time, right? Almost like roguelike. But like each time you get something that carries over to the next next run so you can get a little further and a little further each time. There is a half minute the second coming. Is is this a play on words? They know what they're doing. <laughs> now. Like they know what they're doing. Good lord. <laughs> All right. What else we got here? I'm not going to say that one. Uh, I don't even know if I want to say this one. Nah. No. Um, that, that's it for 2012. So that's the last of August. So now we're going back 20 years to the last week in 2002 of August. And we got Toka Race Driver. And it looks like you're driving cars. It's called Master's Game. Um, and okay. it got rated pretty good. Are these are these rally cars? What are these things? Race driver is the took the game in a new direction. Wait a minute. So there was another one before that one. Oh, Toka race driver. Okay, race driver took the game in a new direction since the game since the main game mode featured a plot leading to the game being labeled as car PG. Oh, <laughs> la, oh, there you go. <laughs> the original car PG, <laughs> where the use user took on the role of a fictional race driver named Ryan McCain, trying to make a name for himself in the multi-year car championships, all the while under the shadow of his more successful older brother and haunted by the death of his father on the racetrack, as witnessed by Ryan as a child. The British Touring Car Championship, okay, Toka, which gives the game series' name returned for the, for it, um, excuse me, return for this game. The real-life championship had undergone a transformation after most of the manufacturers had pulled out and crowd numbers dropped. So Toka asked Codemasters to include the series to boost the audience interest. Oh, that's, I thought that was like the story in the game at first, and now I'm, so that was a real thing. So that was a real thing. <laughs> However, the return was short-lived. Many tracks were added, and some of the world tracks were not continued from Toka 3, despite their popularity as Walk. Watkins Glen and Surface Paradise. Um, the game continued with random grid positions and no penalties for bad driving. No penalties for bad driving. Oh, darn. I wish that was the thing in real life. Uh, <laughs> this game got it ran pretty good. Um, 74 on PC, 81 on PS2, and an 80 on Xbox. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, cool. Like, cool matches, you know, they, it seems like they've been consistent. Yeah. With their games. They seem like they're making some really decent recent games. I'm going to say they'll put out something that's all right. All right. So what we have here, Super Monkey Ball 2, 20-year anniversary of Super Monkey Ball 2 there on the go. GameCube. And now he got two balls. He finally got that other one. The other one finally dropped. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm thinking it's more the same. I'm not, I don't know what's different because I haven't really played Super Monkey Ball it's always a game that I was super like, oh, that looks cool. And then the few times that I've tried it, it's like, ah, this is a little more than I want to do. <laughs> what, the, what the hell do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> it confuses me, Dominic, because they want you to move the stage, and I want to move the ball. Oh, you want to move the ball. 
The primary objective of the game mode is to navigate the monkey trapped inside a ball from one end to the stage to the other. Players control the slant of the stage. So it looks like that's the same thing from one. Stage, uh, so I don't know. Maybe they added modes. They got party games. So it looks like multiplayer one through four. Um, they got story mode. Um, I guess you got fight Dr. Bad Boon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's just genius, though. <laughs> Uh, they got challenge mode. It got rated pretty good. Um, it actually won the E3 2002 Game Critic Awards for best puzzle slash trivia slash parlor game. There you go. Uh, it got an 87 on Metacritic. So yeah, I mean, too much. Well, I mean, if you like the, that type of puzzle game, I mean, I, I, it seemed like it was good. It seemed like people yeah. really had fun with it. Um, the last time we seen it was like during the um, speed runs, you know, mm-hmm. on the. Um, What's, what the hell is it called? Games done quick. Yeah, games done quick. Yeah. Yeah. It said, um, what was here? Oh, it was nominated for GameSpot's annual best sound on GameCube and game of the year on GameCube Awards, which went to Ex- Eternal Darkness, Sandy's Requiem, and Metro Prime. Oh, Metro Prime comes out this year. Yeah. Just in time. It's going to be that other Metro Prime going to come out just in time for the anniversary. Maybe I mean, the rumor, the rumor is that that game has been ready to ship for a while now. And another GameCube game, so Super Monkey Ball Two came out the same time as Super Mario Sunshine, a day before. It came yeah. out. Super Mario Sunshine is the twentieth anniversary of this game, um, which I didn't have a GameCube at the time. Um, I mean, even when I got a GameCube, I didn't get this game because I just like for some reason something about this game because I. With the water jet stuff, yeah, it didn't entice me. Like it didn't feel like I was like, I don't want that. I just want it to be a regular Mario game, and just with this. Um, now that I played it, it's okay. It's okay, but uh, I think I actually probably would have liked it more if I did initially play it when it came out. Mm-hmm. But now I just can never really feel into those platform games. I mean, well, actually, that's a lot because I did finish uh, Mario. Um, what should we call it? Whatever the hell the fuck is called on the Switch, Mario Switchware. Um, I was like, "What's an Odyssey? Odyssey, Mario Odyssey." Um, yeah, thanks for helping me out, Dad. Damn, I said it twice. You are low. Why are you so low? I don't know. <laughs> I can barely hear you. Maybe I wasn't up on the mic enough. This is better. Um, I mean, it's better, but I heard you louder than that. Um, anyway. Yes, but Sunshine, um, it got it mean it got rated a ninety-two on Metacritic, so a lot of people liked it. I just think yeah. it's because it's a burial game. And it's I, I, like- I don't disagree. I think at the time when those reviews happened, they were a little biased to it just being a new Mario game. I think the the water pack was okay, but definitely changed things from what people wanted from, you know, a, a second coming of Super Mario sixty four. Yeah. There are some very clever, like, we're taking the water pack away from you, and this is just a platforming level inside that game, but it's definitely not the main aspect of yeah, that I game. Yeah, I feel like so I would like it more that. if that was, like, a certain stage, and you used mm-hmm. it. Like, it's one of those things you use, but it's not the main, yeah, it's not the main thing of the game. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you look back at, like, a Super Mario world, and you had stages where it's, like, 
this is the stage where you're going to need to use the cape. This is the stage where you're going to need to use the fire plant. And it would be really cool if they they had done that kind of thing with one of these 3D games. Yeah, because I just kept waiting for like Burial, Super Burial 128. That's what I used to call it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was it's like, yes, I want to want yeah. that one. And I guess that that is technically kind of what they do with 64 even because you have like the flying cap, you have the metal cap, you have the invisible yeah. cap, stuff like that. But it's not so. the, yeah, but it's not like the thing you use all the time, you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what we have here, we got SOCOM, U.S. Navy SEALs. Mm-hmm. This was PlayStation's first, like, one, one of their first big games, like, with the online. Like, this is when they were showing yep. off their um, finally being online for people to connect with other people. Um, I read about this game, and it didn't really interest me because it was, like, hardcore uh, <laughs> military stuff. And I was like, yeah, it's more like Counter-Strike. But it got decent reviews um, out here. Like, the Metacritic for the first one got 82 and yeah i mean it was it was all right it was i mean i heard it was all right game her was pretty cool playing with people um it it just seemed like at the time when i was reading it i felt like oh man this is kind of too hardcore like you have to really be with people and you have to all work together and you can't just go out shooting i have no idea if that's really was the case (laughs) i mean i i I never played i never played a socom game Mm -hmm. have you ever played a socom game um, there might have been like a demo or beta of one around the like PS3 era, but I I never spent a significant amount of time with one. Uh. Uh, I just remember the commercial where it would be like the kids playing online, and then they get in the butts beat, and then they get in the butts beat by like real Marines on the other end. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um, they know all the strategies I guess it's like this is almost like a, I wouldn't say a launch but it, it's, it feels like it because they got Twist Metal Black Online also came out yeah Um, I would have loved that but my online, I was not getting the modem oh yeah this is still the dial up days for me man I did not mm-hmm. get to the broadband days till a lot later alright uh, what is this Mafia the City of Lost Heaven. Is this a um That's just the first Mafia game. I didn't realize it had a subtitle. Uh, they must have added maybe like Star Wars. They added it later. <laughs> because they they sure they say in the remake edition, like the definitive editions, I mean. Well they had a remake, right? They had a remake too, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> a remake one. Uh but yeah, Mafia. Oh yeah, this is the anniversary of Mafia. Uh well actually, yeah, Windows, yeah. It's the anniversary of Mafia. Darn, I did not realize that this would be <laughs> this is this is this is it. Big week, Dominic. It's a big week. Yeah. Mafia. Yeah, I was. I did really want to play this game. I always heard, but but by the time it got to the PlayStation 2, it was that version was bad. It, like it got yeah. it, I'm looking at that version right now, 65 Metal Credit, PS2 version, which came out later. But the PC version got 88. I mean, I heard some good things about it. I was like, hey, I like mm. I would like to play a Grand Theft Auto back in the old, you know the early, what, the 40s and shit like that. 30s or 40s. So, like, World War II or, pre, or pre-World War uh, two eras. Yeah. Alright. So, what we got here... 
Or post-World War II. I mean, it all depends how early. I don't know when it... Actually, I don't know when it took place. This mafia. Um, let's see. 1930s. Okay. Oh. During the final years of Prohibition. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, pre-World War. Yeah, because two, I believe, is post-World War II, I want to say. I think I came back from the war. I forget. Or I went to prison. What's happening? One or the other. All right. Anamusha 2, Samurai's Destiny. Wow. Oh, man. This feels like I already talked about Anamusha. But (laughs) Anamusha. I think we talked about like the original one, maybe. Or three? No, it wouldn't have been talked about. No, no, the original one. Because, well, the original one came out technically last year. Okay. Uh, But hold up, hold up. Wait a minute. I'm trying to look at the date here. Okay, this is the North American version. I think, yeah, the first one came out last year. We saw it in a magazine, though, um, or something. But Amateur 2, I did get this um, when it was $20, though. When it was like, yeah. <laughs> Greatest hit. Damn. $20 for those games, man. It's something. Um, I mean, every now and then you get to get some of these big games on $20, but it's not. I always have to wait for like a sale. It's not like it's like, oh, Actually, I don't know. Does anybody even do? I don't think they do greatest hits of shit like that no more. Not in the same branding way anymore. Yeah, no. at least not that. Yeah, like this game is definitively this price now. <laughs> All right, so this one you play, I believe, is years later. Uh, you play as another character. It's this set of evil Japan. The plot revolves around a new protagonist, Jubai Yagui Yagua. Uh, Yag- I don't know. Uh, it's a Japanese name, people. Uh, let me see what Google tells me what it says. Jubei Yabgeyu. She could be wrong, too. Um, <laughs> who is on a quest of revenge as he battles a demon led by the Nago- Nabunaga Ada. I always see that name in like these Japanese. Oh, there's always some demon named Nabunaga. Mm-hmm. Um, a sinister warlord who eliminated the Yagua clan. And it, I don't remember exactly what it add. Let me see the gameplay and stuff. It um, it says Samurai's Destiny features a control scheme found in many survival horror games published by Capcom, mostly notably Resident Evil. It does, but it wasn't a survival horror game. Um, other Samurais include open-ended gameplay, the use of herbs and medicine to restore health, the inclusion of puzzles, which must be solved in order to progress, hostile demons known as, as, as the Genma inhabit most of the area and will attack and chase Jubai. Jubai collects an assortment of short range and long range weapons throughout the game including bow and a matchlock rifle. Damn, I don't remember this game at all. Like, I, I can't remember any of the gameplay. I kind of I want to look at it again. Uh, but yeah, I did beat it. I liked it. I liked what I played mm-hmm. of it. I did enjoy it. I enjoyed all the Anamusha games I played. One through three. I always like the idea of those, like the more melee focused over the Resident Evil. Yeah, because you know, shooting up close. It still stuff. had it where it was um, that fixed camera angle stuff. Mm. Um, the only bad thing about that, I mean, is that when I they hit me to another room and they're still doing shit and <laughs> like, come on, man, I can't see them. Uh, but yeah, I they they were always fun. Uh, I, I I enjoyed them. I don't know if I I don't know about the story though. Um, that's not really memorable to me. But yeah, 
So darn man, yeah, it's been a huge. This is a lot more games than I thought there were that I know about. Um, here we go. We got Commandos Two: Men of Courage. They're courageous men. Yep, they are courageous <laughs> men. They're going out commando. They go. They go to war commando style. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. The chafing. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is a tactic. It's one of those tactical kind of war games. Uh, it was the IDOS game. The poor man's command and conquer. <laughs> yeah. It got, well, 87 on um, PC version. Um, it didn't have a great score for PS2 and Xbox version. And I definitely can see that. Yeah. Uh, and this is, oh, this is the PS2 version. So, yes, do not get this one. All right. <laughs> Turok Evolution came out. Oh, yeah. So, I never played this one. But I want to say it was bad. I think it was bad. Yes, it was bad. Was this the PlayStation 2 version? Yes. Yeah. Um, it was bad. Even though when I go to the website, it says the PlayStation 2 version actually came out September 1st. So, I don't know. This says August 31st. So, it's just a day before. How dare them. But that's a big deal, Daniel, because I have, we we got to do it by the months. (laughs) The authenticity, Dominic. We got to keep the integrity going. But I'm guessing you still fight dinosaurs. Uh, let me see here. Do you fight any robot dinosaurs? Like the Mecha T-Rex or something like that. <laughs> it says the game had a marketing budget of $8 million. Well, they have that for development. Is that good or bad? I don't know. They just said <laughs> um, there was a There was a canceled sequel to it, Turok Evolution. It was going to have a sequel. So I guess the next Turok game that came out on the 360 was just... Uh, was that a rebranding just, or something? Or what? Yeah, I think that was just Turok, right? Yeah. I'm not sure. All right. So, last but not least, we got Riding Spirits. It is a racing game. Oh, it's a motorcycle racing game. And it is... uh, What do we got? Oh, it's not that good. No, it's not good. 59 out of 100. (laughs) I mean, it's... eh. Like the highest score I see is seven on the official PlayStation magazine in the UK. Yeah. But it's that well, it's like a racing where you just dindies is just touching the ground. <laughs> That's gotta be frightening. Yeah, I know, man. But you gotta live on the edge, Daniel. It makes you feel alive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is it for the flashback segment. So we're gonna take a quick break where we get back. We get to the gaming news. All right. And we're back. So let's get to the gaming news. What we got, Dan? All right, Dominic. Big news. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about how Meta or Facebook is raising the Oculus slash MetaQuest price by $100 here in the United States. Um, we kind of wondered out loud whether this could be a sign of things to come and whether anybody else would be ballsy enough to make that move. Because um, the the thing is, like, the backlash from that ha- hasn't been as bad as it seems like it would be for, like, a Sony or a, a, a Microsoft if they had done that with their consoles. Um, but here we are now, Dominic, as Sony has announced that they are raising the price of the PS5 in select regions. Uh, those really, Those regions are kind of all of the big ones except here in the United States. So I'm honestly a little surprised by that, that they think 
they can get away with it everywhere except here, or maybe they're just waiting for something to occur for them to also raise it here. You know, maybe like so weird. God of War comes out and they're like, I don't like, see this with electronics. Um, really? Like, no. I mean, we are in like an unprecedented time where oh, God. goods and services cost more. I don't know how many times I heard that. Than... That's another phrase I'm going to have. Unprecedented <laughs> times. I'm tired of hearing. Well, I'm explaining that. why that I don't, is. No, no, no. I'm just joking. It, you know? I mean, I'm not. I'm not really hating you saying. I'm just saying that you you hear that a lot now. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it's true. You know, but that's the thing, and I've, I've heard a lot of people speculate. You know, had. Had Sony and Microsoft known that all this stuff was going to happen, they would have just come out at higher prices to begin with. Um, you know, obviously, it, it is costing them more to to uh, to make these consoles, and they would probably love to be able to make more. You know, because it's still it's still not impossible to find, but it is still extremely difficult to find, especially PlayStation Fives out in the wild. And and now here we are with, you know, countries like Canada and Mexico and, and the United Kingdom, you know, territories like that, seeing these prices increase, it, it seems crazy to me that, that, you know, this is the time when we should be talking about like a PlayStation 5 Slim, you know, it's been, it's been a couple of years that this thing's been out now. And here we are talking about these base models going up in going price. Going up in instead. price? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Electronics with the oculus um it's just like excuse me you expect that maybe the price will stay the same yeah like i say okay we're not raising the price and we're making a new version that's a higher price yeah um but i base the price of the base version <laughs> that's just entices me to i mean i'm in the u.s we have of course we're in the u.s so it doesn't affect us but if i'm in those other countries yeah. <laughs> um I'm thinking I'm like, well, I'm definitely not getting one because I know it mm. was, <laughs> I know it was expensive before, and now you're gonna raise it even more. It's like, yeah. I know Meanwhile, it's- you know, people are poorer and poorer than they have been. Yeah, because everything else is also going up. Things like necessities, like food. I know, man. I just, I looked at how much it cost what I bought and how much I bought, and I was like, yeah, good God! I said, this. I didn't even buy that much, but this is just as much as when I went go like full on blown grocery shopping. I mean, mm. and then the fucking boxes of cereal, skinny as fucking hell. They want to call it family <laughs> size. I want to beat the shit out of anybody who says that. Like, what family? What's somebody going to say? What family can eat this box of cereal? <laughs> It'll last one whole morning. <laughs> That's exactly. I like, guess this family size. So, oh. Yeah, if if everybody got a bowl of cereal, it'd probably be somebody who won't get one. Who won't get one? <laughs> Actually, call it a family size. Kiss my ass. Yeah, this is crazy. Raising the price. Oh, man. The I, I like what, what the tweets. Oh, hold on. I like you talk. Uh, I like what the tweets were when the guy said, this is actually a good thing. Uh, because now that Sony has raised the price, they saved me money by, by me not buying one. <laughs> okay i thought that was going a different way i was like the audacity of these bootlickers oh, come on down. oh there oh there are some bootlickers out there oh i'm sure i i, 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 I sold you the tweet of one yes yes <laughs> oh man but uh what were you about to say 
just uh, it's crazy that, that that that's what's happening with this, especially because I think recently they basically had said that you know they'd finally turned a profit on these things. So it's like, oh, so you're you're already making a profit on these things. Now you just want to make a little extra, huh? And look, I mean, even on Amazon, still, uh, it's still available by invitation um, for yeah. for the Xbox Series X. I'm not even. I didn't even bother to go to PS4 because I feel like if the Xbox Series X is sold, I, I, the PS4 is definitely sold. I mean, mm. I said PS4, PS5. You know what? Let me look up the PS4. Let me see. <laughs> oh, oh, that because I, like I told you, well, I doing, think those are just as impossible. Exactly, because I remember during COVID, I know when I was looking at mm-hmm. an Xbox. I was saying, like, how much uh, uh, can I get a Slim for? Because I'm tired of this Xbox. Maybe I can get it super, super cheap. And <laughs> they ain't had it available. <laughs> I was nope. like, oh, damn. Okay, uh, X. Let me see what I'm looking at. Xbox. I'm going to look at Xbox Slim and see how. Yeah, the PlayStation are. 4 is on Sony's website sold out currently. <laughs> All right. Oh, they put 360 Slim. Oh, shit. Um, Xbox One <laughs> Slim. That is okay. I don't know what is it. I don't know like sell from Amazon though, but it's three hundred dollars. Only five hundred gigabits too. Man, come on. Oh wow, that's 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 not on sale then. Because <laughs> like the one terabyte drive. Yeah, is... you can't even get that, man. Yo, this is crazy. You can't yeah. give me norm- the old systems. This is, yeah, this. This is crazy how these shortages, man. Yeah. That's why we need to go all digital. Even we, now it even feels we humans like need to be digital. What's that? See, even we humans need to be digital. Everybody <laughs> Well, if you if you listen to the Zuckerberg, he uh he wants that exact thing for you. Oh yeah, you got I didn't watch that or read much about that though. Oh, the the uh, Joe Rogan interview with him. Yeah. Oh, so it was yeah, Joe Rogan. Well, watch definitely don't want to watch that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't seen much of it either. Oh, I thought you were gonna have that in the news. Oh no, no. I mean, it's about he talked about um the new Oculus. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so I, I, I hadn't seen anything. Oh, about darn. Because, I mean, I know there are rumors that, well, I don't even know if they're rumors. I I know that they had talked about there being, like, a higher spec, but it sounded like more I mean, is that what it's going to be, or just going to be two versions? What do you mean? Like, are they going to just focus on that one and just start making them, or is it going to be still Oculus Quest? I mean, the Quest uh, 2. My understanding was, like, still Oculus Quest 2, and then there would be well, a more professional, whatever, more expensive... Yeah, one I forget what the code name for that was, but I don't know. I have to look in, in into what he said about this new stuff, and and uh, maybe talk about it next week. Um, yeah, I I don't know, man. <laughs> like I I really like the idea of VR, and I really like I really like the idea of the Quest too. Like it it seems like an impressive piece of hardware. It seemed like an even more impressive piece of hardware when it was a hundred dollars cheaper, but (laughs) the idea that we're kind of getting to the point where Facebook slash meta slash whatever you want to call them has monopolized the market. Like I know there are other headsets out there, 
but they don't really feel like they're feasible competitors. And honestly, like to kind of go into the next news story. Yeah. Sony announced that they're coming out with the, the PS five VR stuff in early 2023. Now with this raise in price in other, other territories for the PS five, it just makes me think that they're going to be more willing to raise the price or launch at a higher price for this PSVR stuff. You know, I, I was originally thinking because it is hardware that you also need a PS five for, they would have to come out at a cheaper price than the Oculus quest Two to be a competitor. And now I just don't know that that's the case. I mean, it doesn't help that the Oculus went up a hundred dollars. So that gives Sony a little extra wiggle room to still come in cheaper, but I don't even know if it matters. You know, the way Sony is selling through hardware, I don't know if they care, you know, if, if somebody thinks it's expensive because people think PS fives are expensive and every one they make is flying off the shelf still. So I, I think, I think they're going to be ballsy with their pricing. But you know what? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, cause they, they can always go down, right? They can always do the 3ds move and go, uh, we made a mistake with this. Here's, you know, a free game or whatever. Sorry about that. Going forward, it'll be a hundred, $200 cheaper or whatever. But I think, you know, isn't that with a lot of products, um, mm-hmm. that they are, they are higher and they're, they're, they're okay with it. That being higher, like there are people because yeah. they know there are people who will buy it, and like even though it's like oh man it's too much for me, it's it's enough for somebody else that they right. they can yeah I think it's a it's like a change in the market. I mean that's always been Apple's ethos, right? Is like yeah people will buy our stuff, we'll just charge whatever we think we want for it, and eventually the market proved that to be true, and that's why you you saw like the original Google pixel phones were like $200. And then, you know, as iPhones crept up to a thousand dollars now, now they're like, Oh yeah, the affordable pixel phone is five, $600 and stuff like that. And, and now, you know, more recently they're, they're getting a little bit better about it. They're finding kind of their place in the market with with different levels you know you have your your six you have your six extra large or whatever the bigger one six pro but then you have like the 6a where that's kind of the middle one and it's a little bit cheaper but it's still you know four or five hundred dollars whereas cheap cheap electronics used to be you know 200 it's just like Oh yeah, it's everything is getting more expensive, and no one's getting paid more really. No, like a lot of things. I mean, we're seeing it now, and it's going to get worse. You're going to get cut out of. Like something's going to be like, well, I just can't do this anymore, or I can't yeah. do like certain things anymore, or buy certain things. I can't buy this. I gotta change my lifestyle because I am cut out cut out from this market mm-hmm. so yeah. soon i'm gonna have to say i can't eat anymore i see because they cut me out the market i just gotta I, learn how to survive without eating 
<laughs> the sad reality is like that. It, it feels more real than ever. Honestly, like even like I shot mostly at Aldi and like the increase that, that my receipts have gone and <laughs> gone from, from just like six months ago is absolutely insane. Oh, yeah. It's almost like 50% more than I, what I used to be spending for basically the same stuff. So it's, it's not great. Dominic. No, it's not. No, it's not. All right. So we talked about the PSVR stuff. Um, some other news we got here before we get into the, uh, gamescom opening night live, Jeff Keighley show. We got, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're coming to knockout city, August 31st as part of that game season seven mutant mutiny okay. season. So knockout city is still doing some stuff. That's good. It's still going on. I, I was a little surprised by this. Uh, $20 for the costumes and some emotes for the turtles for all four turtles. Um, but then there's also going to be the premium brawl pass, which I'm not sure what the price is on that. That's going to have additional Ninja turtles related paraphernalia in that. So they're, they're doing that whole thing, <laughs> just like everybody else. Um, another quick note, uh, Morty, or yeah, Morty is now in multiverses. Oh, shit. That's so. what I forgot to mention. I forgot to mention that. Did you play Zen? Yes. And I didn't play I didn't play as Morty because you have to buy him. He's not part of the rotation. Uh, okay. Um, I, don't know, I don't know how often they do rotation. Is it a weekly thing? I don't know. But. Yeah, I wonder. Um, I did finally unlock uh superman so now he he is one of my characters nice um yeah i think i won a couple some some matches but not much morty i did play with him in like the training mode and yeah some of the stuff he he does is pretty cool he has one where this one it takes a long time to charge back up and like he does a big ship but it just goes up so it could carry somebody up out of the stage um Uh. like a spaceship um well it's actually rick's the rick ship so then you have one where I try to remember all the moves he had, uh, but it's everything. Oh yeah, I like the one where it kind of like uh, opens a portal and you go through, and I think you send them somebody else through. I mean, actually, I don't. If you can, I haven't done it yet. I know I jumped through and I jumped somewhere else, um, in the stage, probably like behind him or something. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, it's pretty neat, uh, neat what they did with him. I mean, I like what the stuff they're doing with this game. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what people are saying about it. I think the only thing I ever saw was a donkey video about it. And I was, it was it was sort of funny. Uh, but oh, okay. it seemed like he didn't really like it. But he was just kind of just saying how bad it is compared to Smash. But I yeah. was like, I, I mean, I, I like it. It's, 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 it's all right. I mean, it's pretty cool. I just don't know how or if they're going to do a scene like what Smash does when they go to like they have a fighting tournament because everything has to be online i don't so i don't know how you would do that i mean unless you have good connection i mean unless it be there's a good connection or something yeah. and they have those tournaments but yeah i don't know if it's going to be on a scene like that but still for just for people just to pick up and play and stuff like that i think is yeah that's pretty cool yeah absolutely all right, Dominic. Uh, the other one I got here is there's a new uh, Atomic Heart uh, gameplay trailer out there, but you gotta remind me what that game like, is. This is the one that's like Bioshock meets Fallout, but in Russia. So it's kind of like um, 
that one that you really like uh, with the time rewind stuff? Uh, the one we were playing for a while. Yeah, Singularity. So it's like kind of a combination of all three of those games. Um, and it looks really cool, but they keep saying like, oh, the, this year, 2022. And I'm like, then why don't you have a release date? Because we're now, you know, three months away from the end of this year and you're putting out new trailers, but you can't tell us when this game comes out. What's, what's going on here? Um, but that looks really good. So check that out if you have any interest in, in any of those games, I would say. Um, it's worth taking a look at. Um, yeah, so that's that's all I got besides the opening night live stuff. Um, so we kicked that show off with a game from a new studio led by Leslie Benzies, who is a guy for that used to work on Grand Theft Auto. This game is called Everywhere, and boy, I don't know what this game is because they sure showed a lot of different concepts and things, including like some car racing and some like realistic people. The cars were cartoony. And it just like was all over the place. It was al- it was almost kind of like the Marvel beginning logo where they're like flipping the pages through the logo as it like turns sideways, but like many different game elements. And I'm just like, what is, so what is this game about? And we didn't really get an answer about that. Oh, so. I, I, I didn't see this. I got to <laughs> yeah. go look this up. Yeah. Uh, after that was Dune Awakening. This is based, of course, on the book slash uh, movie. And it is going to be an open world, massively multiplayer online survival game. So uh, check me out. <laughs> uh, visually, it looked all right, but it was just a CG trailer, it looked like. Yeah, so. that's what I saw. Yeah, it didn't, I, and it didn't really give you much there. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, and I, I just saw the everywhere. I missed that because um, I must have yeah. fast forward past it. Yeah, it, gotcha. yeah, it didn't really show. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like a mishmash of everything, everything everywhere. All right. After that was a teaser for the PlayStation Edge controller. This is basically their like Xbox Elite equivalent. It's got sticks that are replaceable. Uh, it's got back buttons and all that nonsense, but it has no release date and no price. And as we just talked about with Sony hardware, I have no doubts that this thing is going to be pushing $200, Dominic, because that, that Elite controller is what, 150 Or is that on sale? I don't. Because now I'm like questioning myself. I always thought it was like two. If they actually went down to one fifty, that's pretty good because I thought it was two hundred. That's what I'm thinking now. <laughs> like I'm thinking maybe that's too cheap. Uh, one seventy nine is how much it currently is. Okay, I think it went down. But we're also I talking. I don't think that was the two. first. Yeah, yeah. It's currently one hundred and fifty four dollars. One hundred and fifty five. Yeah, I think it went down that. in price. I don't think it started um, out that way. Like I remember when it was first announced. Yeah. It, I think yeah, because they still don't technically have a Xbox Series X version of that yet. No, with like the extra share button and stuff like that. But there has been rumors that there's going to be a white one. I'm, I'm curious. Can you put a share button into it? The oh, uh, do you mean just like space wise? No, I mean no, I mean like I'm sorry. Can you make one of those but extra buttons on the Elite controller? Can you just make that a share button? Oh. I wonder, yeah. I, d- I wonder about that. Because you could make like the paddle button 
a share button if you've really wanted to, I guess, or any button. Cause you can like completely program that thing. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I wonder. Yeah. Because like it, they've been, uh, there've been rumors out that there's a white one that could be coming out soon, but it doesn't look like it adds an extra button either. Cause basically the place of the, the share button on those elite controllers is where like the little program switcher button is. So I don't know what they would do with that or if they're just like hey these are professionals that buy this i don't we they don't need share buttons or if they do they can program one but yeah that this sony one i think is gonna be buku bucks and uh yeah i i don't know that i need a 150 or 250 or 200 i don't need a controller at that level i'm not a professional video games man and like these controllers have been pretty damn good for the last couple of generations. What I need is them to make ones that are not going to give me stick drift. I don't want ones that, Oh, when I get stick drift, I can replace the stick with like, and that's the thing about this PlayStation one is like, it's a custom module that you're going to be replacing that thing with, which means they're probably going to charge like $20 for a placement stick. Meanwhile, if I had the skill and the time, I can open up a PlayStation five controller and replace the stick in there with something I bought off of eBay yeah. or AliExpress for, you know, $5 for like 20 that, of them or something. Use that, like that printer. You got that over there. <laughs> yes. Just print out brand new stick caps. Even, um, I'm still wondering like when we're going to start seeing, the like electromagnetic replacements for these. Cause there's that one company that's rele released replacements for the steam deck already, but I haven't seen that you can just buy them for installation yourself in like a joy con. Cause I'd be tempted to put them in the joy con if I, if I could, cause I haven't, I don't have stick drift to the point where I've felt the need to replace them, but I've definitely experienced, you know, things moving on my screen after releasing them. Yeah. So it would be nice to, to be prepared for that situation. All right. After that, they showed off more of the Callisto protocol. That is the dead space alike coming from the guys that worked on dead space. That's still coming out December 2nd. Um, this one, they showed them killing some, some monster guys and then sliding down, like a trash compactor pit kind of thing, much like you see in a lot of games. You know, they did it uh, a lot in the more recent Tomb Raider games. Um, and then he violently dies at the end. Yeah, that's <laughs> cut in half. that was very bad. Um, so, yeah, that, that game very much just looks like Dead Space. I mean, to the, to the point where, you know, the ammo counter is kind of in the real world and your health meter is on your back. They are they are making one of those games. Um, after that was the Lords of the Fallen, which I was confused by. I thought Lord of Rings. <laughs> I thought I thought that was like a, one of those night things, whatever. Yeah, and I that was like, uh, Ring Wraith or yeah. something. Yeah, I mean it's crazy to me because like there is that this this is this looks like you know a Dark Soulsy Bloodborne yeah. kind of game. There was already that game called the Lords of the Fallen or Lords of the Fallen. Maybe, maybe there was no the in front of it. Yeah. They came out a couple of years ago. That was just one of those. 
and I forgot and about that game. And then I saw, yeah, yeah, then I saw it. I said, that sounds like I heard this. And I heard Jeff Keighley say, oh, the sequel. But they, they just call it, so was it called Lord of the Fallen? And they put the S? That's what it is? Uh, that's what I'm trying to figure out. So did he say this is a sequel to that game? It sounded like he did. Lords of the Fallen. Or okay. something. Yeah, that, that game. game was called Lords of the Fallen. So this is the Lords of the Fallen. Oh. <laughs> That's so absurd. I, I love that. Um, yeah, so that, that looks all right. Again, just another CG trailer. Like that's that's kind of what you saw a lot of on the show. Um, after that was the announcement of moving out two that's coming out in 2023. That is the game where you're a group of movers and you're kind of doing yeah. physics puzzle stuff to get the stuff out of the house is cute. Uh, they showed off some Hogwarts legacy after that kind of a story trailer. You know, you can choose the good side or the bad side. You can be a Slytherin or a Hufflepuff. Oh, I know you, I know you could. Yeah. Yeah, you can kind of go down different paths, it seems like. And I wonder how that affects the story, you know. Because, uh, you know, do I get to kill Harry Potter at the end? That's what I want to know. I know this is supposed like to be a sequel? Years before or something. Uh, like a sequel to Harry Potter? No, I mean, like, is it after the events of Harry Potter? It's uh, before. Oh, okay. I think it's like 100 years before or something like that. Yeah. After that, uh, our our friend, uh, what's his face? Ah, oh, shit. What is his name from uh, Borderlands Studio, Dominic, the magician? Oh, um, Pitchford. Yes, Randy Pitchford. Randy Pitchford came out in the uh, the brightest clothes I have ever seen in my life. He came out and it's announced a right. new Tales from the Borderlands mean, called New Tales from the Borderlands. His pants, okay, his pants were yellow, but his... Top of the shirt was dark yes, blue. His shirt is is dark blue. Yes, sorry, it's really just the pants. Yeah, yeah. But they, also, it was dark blue, but it was sparkly. Yeah, it was sparkly. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> he is he is a magician, man. Like he is always doing the distraction thing, you know, because he could definitely pull a coin out of my ear and I wouldn't even notice it because <laughs> I'd be looking at his pants. Um, but yeah, new tales from the Borderlands game, Dominic. You you really like that game? What do you think? Well, it's new characters. Um, I mean, yes, I. I like it, but I kind of wanted a sequel to that one to know what happened to the characters. Well, technically, I guess you learned something. I was going to say, they used them in three, three though, yeah, right? Yeah, and I think that ruined it. Yeah. That ruined it to me. But still, I wanted to know what happened in between the time, because I still haven't seen the two uh, women who were in it. Mm. Uh, the sisters. Maybe they'll tie that stuff in somehow. Yeah, I... <sighs> I really, yeah, I really want a sequel to that. That um, mm-hmm. this, I mean, I'm interested. I hope it's good. I don't yeah, know, and that's coming yeah. out soon. That's coming out on exactly. October 21st. And it's going to be, so. I guess, all, the whole game because I think they're not doing the episode thing anymore, right? Right, episodic thing. Oh, I didn't uh, catch that one way or the other. Oh yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. It don't because it didn't say. It just says the name. It don't say episode one. And just show me the page. Yeah, I mean it's just forty dollars for uh, that coming out on on October twenty first. So yeah, it sounds like it's the the whole thing at one time. So, yeah, I mean I think that's the right direction to go. I think 
Telltale was Telltale was doing that for a very specific reason. You know, they were a smaller studio at the time, and and somebody like Gearbox, if they're developing it themselves, then I guess that's what I wonder is like how that gameplay is. Do they just take the the the, the Telltale stuff, or do they they change it now that they're making it themselves? to be a little more actiony or something like that. All right, Dominic, after that was dying light Two DLC is called bloody ties. It seems like uh, kind of arena combat stuff like uh gladiator almost. So that looks all right. I, after that were two games that I'm pretty sure were just commercials, uh, Tortuga yeah. pirates tale, <laughs> And Marauders, they didn't really have any details. I was, We've talked about it before on Jeff Keighley's shows, but like he does it both masterfully and like is kind of a dick about it. Like he just rolls these things that are very much just commercials for games that are either out or coming out soon into his show in a way that you just don't know if this is like world premiere worth talking about or if it's like, oh yeah, this game just paid them money to to get get a spot yeah, on like the, the destiny dlc this seemed like a commercial yeah yeah and that that destiny dlc just looks crazy like i don't know what destiny is anymore because i very much was looking at that and i'm like is what is this game is this a new thing is this destiny and then they came up as destiny i was like okay because there's like a lot of melee stuff and i was just weird it looked very weird um yeah, it seemed like maybe it's more close, close, um, close combat in this mm-hmm. close quarter combat. Yeah, and that stuff is is coming out. I think like February of next year. Uh, after that was a new Sonic Frontiers trailer. They showed off some stuff that actually looked all right in this, but then they showed off more of that open world, and. I think that open world is doing more harm than good. I'm thinking, because I think those things that I like to see is um, stuff in, like, you play, like, a like it's a, a specific level or something. Like, mm-hmm. you said, like, some bonus levels and things of that nature. That's more like Sonic, which I, it's like, man, I wish that was the fucking game. Yeah. Even- it's almost like exactly what we were talking about with um, Mario Sunshine. It's yeah. like, those those Sonic levels are like very small portions of this kind of shitty, bland looking open world game where there's just like there's nothing happening in those environments and they keep showing them. And then they show different what then they show like, oh look, we got the desert and uh somewhat beachy, I guess, uh one yeah. like when they did a little montage thing and then but they just seem the same. Like it's really nothing around. It's like I feel like it, it should be populated with some mm-hmm. stuff and shit. Yeah. It's just, it's so crazy to me. And now you got Amy in there seemingly. Yeah. Like, like, like I, I guess, see, this is for the new age people. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's not for, I mean, cause, cause I don't give a damn about no Amy. Like you got to show me tails yeah. or knuckles. Give me dark bigs, the cat. He's going to be the villain of this game. Yeah, I don't know, man. That game comes out soon enough that uh, we'll see how it turns out. But I, I don't have too high hopes for it. Uh, after that was Under the Waves. This is a game, as Jeff Keighley uh, said it, is coming from a French studio because I guess he didn't want to say the name Quantic Dream. 
Um, so this is a new that game is, from that's them. That's what he said? Yeah, he was like, a new game from a French studio. <laughs> that is interesting. Um, yeah, so it looks like you're you're doing like submarine underwater adventures. Uh, it actually looks kind of cool. It does. I, I, it does. I want to see what the, the actual gameplay of it is, you know, because that's kind of where these Quantic Dream games really fall apart for me. But that's coming out next year, so we'll see. Uh, after that was another trailer for Goat Simulator 2, just still showing off more of crazy goat antics with multiple goats. Because kind of the 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 multiplayer is the focus of that that game. Uh, after that was Return to Monkey Island. That got a release date. It is going to be September nineteenth because that is Talk Like a Pirate Day. So I didn't know that was a thing. What where uh, the hell? There's a day for everything, Dominic. Yeah. I swear. And it, depending on like what calendar you look at. There are like 70 different uh, national pizza days or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah, I was like, I was thinking, like, it's actually ice cream day. I, I kind of sort of heard of that earlier, but I don't know. But yep. yeah, it, yeah, it's a, like you say, it's a day for everything. And it's some days, you know, it's multiple things. I mean, a lot of the days, it's multiple things. Probably every day is multiple yeah. things of that day. It's- yeah. All right, so next up, this is a new game from the Subnautica studio, Unknown Worlds. It's called Moonbreaker, and it's like a, a tabletop miniatures game. Like, you can even paint your miniatures in it, and then you play it as, like, a strategy yeah, game. Yeah, I was... Seems kind of cool. <laughs> okay. I, I I looked at this. I mean, it's interesting, I will say. Like, I do like the whole thing. Like, oh, you, it's like you're playing with miniatures. Yeah. And it's moving. But and, but then I'm thinking like um, I still want them just to move. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to have actual animations. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm more intrigued by the actual like miniature painting part just because it's like, oh, then I don't have to have like actual miniatures and paint and steady hands. That's the thing. To do can that I kind of stuff. can I look at it like I that's I actually have miniatures just digitally or yeah, like just look at your collection. Yeah. I I can't Do I have to actually play this game. I don't know. Uh, it's like, well, will I be into that? I don't know if I'd be into yeah. But You know what? I mean, it's like I said, it's, it's cute how they make it like it's miniatures moving around and then shooting and stuff like that. You do have a shooting mm-hmm. animation stuff. So that's, that's good. I don't know. Uh, yeah. And this is from the guy who did what game? Subnautica. Subnautica, yes. He, yeah. Totally different. I mean, they said they... I didn't even know the first game he did. He said... I forgot what it was. He said how that was different. So different from Subnautica. But mm. we did great. So hopefully we can do it again. And I didn't even mm-hmm. know about the first game. So... <laughs> but this is definitely, yeah. Definitely diff- different from Subnautica. Absolutely. All right, next up, Dominic, was Friends versus Friends. This had kind of an interesting trailer of, like, these weird cartoony animals doing ultraviolence on each other. And then the gameplay was, like, super shell-shaded. What's that? Uh, what's that game called on the phone? Friends. Oh, is it called? What's it called? Something with friends? Words with friends. That's what it's called. Words with oh. friends. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, 
the the actual gameplay that they showed briefly of this looked uh, pretty bad in my opinion. You know, the, the trailer that they played ahead of it looked all right. Yeah, the, the trailer. Yeah, I saw the game. gameplay looked yeah. real bad. So, if you're in furries, this seems like a game for you. Should be furries versus friends, but I don't know. all right. Next up, Dominic was Lies of P. This is coming to Game Pass Day One. I think we had previously seen a little bit of this. This is a Bloodborne style game. Uh, you play as Pinocchio. And uh, it's very serious, dark Pinocchio. And that's coming out next year. Yeah. What do you think? It, 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 I mean, it looks good. It looks good. Uh, but yeah. But being that it's uh, Bloodborne or Dark Soulsy or Elden Ringy, uh, <laughs> it, it's it's not. Um, it's I don't know if it'd be my cup of tea. But it, I mean, it looks. It, but see, it has a story, so it might that might mm-hmm. keep me going i'm interested in the story about this pinocchio i want to see what it's like when i go in the whale I, do i do that in this well, game? well actually i mean because you're older now so you already done the whale yeah. stuff you're already the boy yeah yeah i guess that's that's true it's got a weird uh blade hand too gauntlet hand Every time i see that title i always take a life of pie or something like that <laughs> It's doing its job then. All right. After that, Dominic was stranded alien dawn. This is an early access game or this is a uh, survival game coming to early access in October. Um, didn't do anything for me, the trailer. So, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know what, I guess is a, what is it? A survival game. Yeah. Just another one of those survival yeah. games. This is what uh, the one that, I think this is like almost isometric, like Sims view. Like yeah. Top downy looking thing. I mean, I do like you farm and stuff, but yeah, that means mm. it's okay. Yeah. Stardew ish, I guess. Um, after that was Atlas fallen. This is coming out in 2023. This look kind of cool. You had like, you were like skimming across the sand, almost like journey You're moving around. Real agile like. This show gameplay. Let's see. Um, I oh, a little bit. So. This show a little bit. Yes, it did. Yeah. Yes, yes, you are skimming. Like, yeah. But also, you're just like it. Also, kind of looks like Bloodborne. Is it Dark Souls? But and now, is it multiplayer or something? Because I see more than one person. I believe it is. Yeah, I think I think there's co-op in there. So. That looks that looks all right. It looks a little more actiony than it does uh, like a Dark Souls, so that could be all right. After that was Homeland Three. That's coming out first half of twenty twenty three. That is the like spaceship, yeah, kind of five uh, X or whatever. Always been interested in playing that game. Yeah, it seems way too complicated for me. That's how I've always felt. Um, after that, we had Genshin Impact. There's a Rainforest Nation that they're adding to the I game could play this as well as online. Like some ancient stuff. Yeah, I. That's the thing is like I'm like eh, Genshin Impact. I wouldn't mind getting back into and what, that maybe. And, yeah, and the next uh, the other game they're making is that just online too? Ah, uh, that one I wasn't entirely clear on even what you're doing in that game. Ha- Hankai Star Rail. I mean, it looked like an action game. That one's called. Yeah. 
I don't know, Dominic. They want our money too much. They're like, oh, yeah, just put you online and then we'll we'll give you spins or something. All right, next up, Dominic, high on life. They showed some footage from the boss battle. Basically, your gun talking to you about how you're beating up this uh, weird insect lady. Looks looks fun. I'm still... uh, What's it called? Still all about playing that. The High on Life game. Oh, okay. Justin, Justin Roiland doing the voices for the guns. Looks like that'll be fun, and that's a day one Game Pass thing, so definitely give that a try. Uh, we had Hard Hardscape Shipbreaker that is coming to the Xbox. That's been out on the PC for a while. That's kind of like a outer space minecrafty building thing but also has some some story bits to it okay uh we we had telltale's expanse they talked a little bit more about that said that's coming out summer 2023 so uh, they were talking about how they were like changing the gameplay but it doesn't seem like they're they're doing much outside of like evolving it slightly to make it make it a little more actiony yeah, I, I recognize the uh, woman because she's from the um, show, the main oh, character. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Right. it look it looks it definitely like the look of it. It's not the old. I mean, it doesn't have like the shell shaded telltale look, but you can see it's telltale. But it looks, but it's not that sh- like the other telltale. Yeah, it's not as hard shaded. Yeah. It's it's like an evolution of that style. Definitely gives you telltale vibes, but uh, isn't just that again, which is nice. All right, next up, Dominic, we had Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That is going to be a kind of asynchronous or uh, not asynchronous. What's that like non-symmetrical multiplayer game where it's going to be like seven versus three because there are going to be three killer clowns oh, okay. and then there are going to be like seven teenagers uh, trying to take them out. So kind of like the Predator game, yeah. like the Friday the 13th. Oh, Friday the 13th, yeah. Dead by Daylight. I was hoping it was something else because killer clowns in our space, I remember watching that a lot of times when I was a kid. Oh, really? I watched that a whole lot um, because it wasn't really, it was more for me as a kid, I thought it was more funny than scary. I mean, it had some scary bits. Okay. But it was something, yeah, I remember watching it. And, the, like, the girls, my mom used to babysit watching that on, I think, HBO or something. And, mm. yeah, <laughs> I can't believe they actually bought this property that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I wish it was something else. I wish it was, like, an action game or maybe some type of survival horror game or something. Mm. So I would love to play something like that. Yeah, I would like to see them take one of these properties and make more of a like a single player type thing. All right, next up, Dominic was Scars Above. This is allegedly coming soon. They didn't put a date on it, but it looks like a third person action shooter set in a sci-fi kind of environment. Almost it, it, the graphics themselves have that kind of like bland uh kind of uh realistic but fantasy world almost like it looks like death stranding to me yeah yeah it does <laughs> death stranding or like, 
even um I think what what's it called? The control or something like that. Uh oh yeah. Like how yeah. like the way those the fighting was and uh mm-hmm. I mean like that's how the enemies were moving and stuff like that. I mean Yeah. Yeah, it does it does have that look, but I mean I don't know, I hope it's hope is alright. Yeah, it seems seems like it has potential. Uh, next up was kind of an announcement trailer, more for a studio than a game. Um, apparently a new studio formed by who they referred to as industry vets from top RPG games, including things like Dragon Age and Fallout. Uh, Something Wicked Games, Word Song. This, they, they really didn't show anything about the game whatsoever ever outside of that title. But uh, it's got some pedigree to it, so I guess that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, after that, we saw Age of Empires 4. There's going to be a free anniversary update coming on October 25th. Man, I kept thinking this that, game already came out already, because <laughs> I kept hearing about it. It did. Yeah, oh. it's just a, it's an anniversary update. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're adding the Ottomans and the, um, the Malians to it. Uh, you know, two new civilizations. So yeah, that game's, that game's been out. We saw after that, uh, Gotham Knights, uh, just another trailer, including, uh, you know, villains such as Clayface, Harley, and, uh, Mr. Freeze. Um, I, they didn't show anything new or different about it. There is just another kind of story trailer. It still looks all right. I'm who's the, not super who's hyped the, for it. Uh, the cop lady is that Montoya? I don't know. Actually, I meant to. I was going to ask you. I forgot to 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 remember to ask you about that because yeah, she's like taking over for Gordon because Gordon's gone too. I guess. Yeah. So maybe he's dead with Batman. I don't know. I mean, only woman yeah, I know is always it. Montoya. Um, okay. The cop lady who was with Gordon. That's the only mm. woman I really know. Yeah, because she's, she's, you know, going to help the bats, I guess. Uh, the, the, and, and I know remembering bat, back to like the Batman games, the Arkham games, like Bruce always looked kind of weird, but man, the Red Hood, when he doesn't have his Red Hood on, just looks like this weird beast of a man. <laughs> like his proportions are are way off. It looks like Chris Redfield from now. Is from this part the of the Arkham universe? I guess I don't know if it's like canon though. Oh, you know okay. yeah, I mean? because, like, because because unless this is another girl playing Batgirl, Gordon was in a wheelchair. Barbara right, Gordon, yeah. But now, if you're going by the new comic, she was in the wheelchair, but she's out. She got better. Oh, like she like it's been <laughs> it's been be Batgirl. Nice. It's been ba- regular Batgirl since at least 2012. As far as uh, at least I mean, as far as the new 52, the new 52 came out. Right, Batgirl was walking. Interesting. I mean, it's comics. You can do whatever you want, right? Yeah. Put- throw some robot legs on her for god's sake yeah i mean it's been it's been over a decade since she's been walking now it's gotcha i mean even though some people i mean they did they liked her as oracle because of story too but i see i I didn't read the comics then um Mm. the comic i remember seeing she she still she still had legs uh i was younger 
<laughs> All right, Dominic. Next up was where wind winds meet. This kind of looked like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon meets a a, a Dark Souls s game. I feel like I'm going to say that a lot here. Um, but it had you like running across the water and maybe a little more actiony than that game. Maybe like a Sekiro kind of thing. It looked really cool from the trailer that they had there. What did you think of that? What, what's it called again? Where winds meet. Oh, okay. This one's oh, yeah, yeah. A, it really does. It, so, is it supposed to be like a Sekiro? I think it's it's more deliberate combat like that. But it gave me like strong Assassin's Creed vibes with how like mobile your character seemed yeah. to be. I yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, the fighting kind of it does give me that feel that kind of. Sekiro-ish field. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just, yeah, it seems like it might be one of those hard games. See, you know what? If if these games were on, well, if they're on PC, um, <laughs> I would be okay, because I'll just put the yeah. upper cheats on. They just need the accessibility options, like a lot of games are adding now. But, but no, but see, you know, no, Daniel, you don't need the, the people say you, you shouldn't do that. The, the developers, I don't care what they say <laughs> I should do. You shouldn't. This, this, is, this, is their, this is their developers. This is what they want. They shouldn't cater <laughs> to your needs. I know. I, know. I think that's the richer uh, at the end of the video. <laughs> yeah. Some dude with white hair. This looks like it's a crossover. <laughs> yep. All right, Dominic. Speaking of catering to my needs, I need another podcast. And Jeff Keighley's best friend, Hideo yeah, Kojima. Yeah, I saw that. He's not obliged. I was like, <laughs> he is making an exclusive. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be exclusive, but he is making a podcast for Spotify. It is going to be both in English and Japanese. And Jeff Keighley is going to have a news segment on on it as well. So, you know, <laughs> just buttering both sides of his bread. Yeah, you got to tell me how that is, man. I don't know if I'm. <laughs> If I remember when it comes out and I don't have to listen to it through Spotify, because Spotify is like podcast stuff, I really hate the way it it works. Like it's just hard to get a podcast to play in order. Because <laughs> there was one that I was listening to for a while that was, or at least I thought it was. What, exclusive they do it, they to do it like the music. They. And they don't just let me add stuff to like a playlist, you know, like in, in the podcast app that it, I use, I, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't a bad experience as far as like, Oh, there were more ads or anything like that. Uh, listening to it for free. I mean, maybe there were, and I just didn't know because it, I, I didn't, I wasn't paying for it. And, um, I'm so used to like some of the podcasts that I listen to. There's one wrestling podcast that I listen to that like, I can't believe I'm still listening to it because there's <laughs> an ad every like 10 minutes. And for a while there, they were doing it like actually no, still they have a computer enter them, I guess. So it'll literally cut off in the middle of a word and go to an ad and then come back and finish that word. Like in the middle of words, in the middle of sentences, they're just like, and then they'll play like the same ad two times in a row. It's awful. But like, I like the guy's personalities just enough where I'm like, I, I still want to listen to this, but I also don't want to 
pay for Patreon to get the ad-free version. Are you going to talk about this Pokemon car? Yes. Do you want to talk about the Pokemon car? I mean, yeah, because I I didn't know about it. Yes. Um, real quick, though, Park Beyond, that came up before the Pokemon car. That's 2023. That looks like a park builder. Build cool roller coasters. That's from Bandai Namco. All right. So the Mini Aceman, Dominic. I had actually seen this car a couple of weeks ago because I kind of keep up on the electric car scene um, as I feel like I need to get closer and closer to buying a new car myself. Um and they showed this off. It's a concept car still. Uh, it's basically just an electric mini. But now here on opening night live, they showed off, I guess, the Pikachu edition, which the outside doesn't look like the old Pikachu bug or anything like that. That would actually be quite hilarious. But like they had graphics on the screen with Pikachu on it. They... And now I don't know how real this part was or if they just don't explain it and people were making assumptions, but it seems like there's a projector in the front of that car because in the video they're projecting Pokemon onto a wall to play it. And the guy who was was talking to Jeff Keighley about it was basically saying like they want to make your car into a piece of video game technology and it just seems so, so too much for me. Dominic. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I, I definitely do not need my car to just be like an extension of my video game lifestyle. That is, that is the one place where I don't need that to necessarily be the case. Um, I just need it to be a very good functional car and also, you know, have a decent media playback situation because that's where a lot of these cars still fall short because they don't just use like Android or something like that. Um, yeah, that seems like a decent car as far as just like electric cars go. I've never been a huge mini fan. Like I don't need an enormous car, but minis have always felt like a little too small to me. And as I get older and it's harder to get lower in cars, it's, but it's, it's, it's huge compared to a smart car. I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, smart cars are way too small for me. <laughs> like if I can't fit two bags of groceries in the back of my car, that's, that's not big enough. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's going to be interesting. That car still feels like it's a, a good ways off. Like uh, we're talking like a year and a half before, that's going to be in anyone's, you know, dealership. And by that time, a lot of the concepts that you see in that car, you probably won't see in the production model of that car. Now the Pokemon stuff might still be there. You know, a lot of it, like I said, seems like it's just fancy graphics packages and whatnot. And, uh, you know, upcharge a couple thousand dollars for that. Sure. You'll, you'll get some people throw a tail on it. Maybe you'll get me. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think it's so funny. The, the stuff that Jeff Keighley gets on these shows, like he just wants everybody's money. All right. Uh, after that was a trailer for dwarf romantic. This is a PC game that's been out there for a while now. Uh, kind of a strategy thing, I think. And that's coming to the switch on September 29th. 
Uh, that looks cute. I don't know a lot about it, but it, the art style is very like whimsical. Um, after that was Outlast Trials. It sounds like this is the. I mean, this is the next Outlast game, but it sounds like it's kind of Saul-like, where you're basically playing games, and there is both multiplayer and single player in this. Uh, so if you want to be freaked out with friends, you can you can try that out. There's going to be a open beta soon, I believe, uh, during like Halloween season, the end of October. And then the big one, Dominic, we kind of spoiled it a little bit last week with the Amazon listing that went up. But Dead Island 2 is back. It is coming out February 3rd. And there was both a uh, like a story trailer. I say story trailer, but it's really just kind of a, a flavor trailer to get you accustomed to the world. And then they also showed a gameplay trailer of just brutally killing zombies. What'd you think? I mean... I mean, it was a nice trailer. Um, Worth the wait. But I, like I said before, I mean, I don't know if I I don't care to play this right now. I mean, maybe when it comes yeah. out, but I don't. It's like this took forever. Um, games have moved on, but maybe they, unless they do something different. Maybe they do something different that's probably get me to want to get back into the Dead Island scene. Yeah. Um, but I, okay, no, go. You just want to say something about this? I was just going to ask, like, did you see anything in the trailer that that indicated they're doing anything no, looks, looks like, interesting with it? No, like, it, looks it just looks like more of that game. Yeah. And Dying Light, which is the game from the people that made that first game, already came out and did do something different. So it it very much feels like like they're they're just releasing this game to release this game. Like no offense to the developers, but like it doesn't seem like n- anything new is coming from this game. Yeah. Um, which is it's disappointing. I think you, I'm trying to see this game. Uh, they did show more Dark Tide. Yes, yes, they did. Uh, the that that looked that looked pretty good. Like I really want to play that game. And mm-hmm. what is? And this is the game. I'm trying. I was trying to find the game you were talking about. Was it Blacktail? The one you were t- talking about. I didn't mention that I had that on here cause it looked kind of cool, but then it seemed like one of the commercial style advertisement things. And I also didn't, didn't know much about it. Yeah. I'm trying to find that. What's the one that, that looks, you say looks whimsical, uh, uh, dwarf romantic D O R F and romantic with a K at the end. Uh, and what did you do in that game? So it is, according to Steam, a peaceful building strategy and puzzle game. Okay, I'm not looking at that game. <laughs> okay, I see it. It almost reminds me of, um, what is that board game that people play? Settlers of Catan, because it has like those shape yeah, tiles Yeah, it does, it. yeah. But apparently that is overwhelmingly positively reviewed on on uh, Steam. It's already out. I don't know if we've ever talked about it. Yeah, it came out uh, in April on Steam. So what's this like? DLC? I don't know if we talked about it at the time. No, they just announced that it's coming to the Switch now. Oh, yeah, because it's it it wasn't on anything but the PC. So, yeah, 
Was there anything that stuck out to you in particular, Dominic, from the show? Uh, not really. Uh, but the, I mean, the Dark Tower, when does that come out? When does that come out? I feel like it's relatively soon. Oh, Warhammer Dark Tide. Uh, November 30th oh, okay. is what Steam has. Yeah, so that's definitely a Christmas like game. Um, nothing really stood out for me, but I mean, there's a lot of games, but nothing really got it like, man, I can't wait for this. Yeah, um, same. Yeah, no, nothing. Uh, I mean, I want to play that Rick and Morty game, but that's not that's that's next year, right? Uh no, December. Oh, December. 3rd, that's why it got pushed yeah. back to. Yeah, it got pushed back, but it was only like two months. That's or right, something like that. Yeah, so not not terrible. No, nah, I mean uh, the the Harry Potter one. I want to try out the Hogwarts. Uh, it does look cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I want to see how that. Life of, of um, Pi? What's it called? Pinocchio? What was it called? Like oh, Liza P. La Lies of P. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I want to see how that is because I do want to play it uh, because I do like the story. I just hope I hope maybe I can get into the gameplay uh, of it. Yeah, because it's like an interesting mix between like a uh, Alice uh, or uh, American McGee's Alice and you know like a Bloodborne style yeah. thing. Yeah. All right. So I think it was an all right show. I think it was an all right show. Um, yeah. It did what I kind of expected. I mean, actually, I, I did. Actually, I probably think I expected worse. Honestly, I thought it was going to be like really <laughs> nothing I really care about. But I mean, it's some. It was some good stuff showed off. So yeah. uh, that I want to. I want to. Um. I want to see later on. Definitely. Definitely. Uh. Looking forward to seeing more of some of these games. All right, Dominic, you ready for new releases this yes, week? Yes, let's do this. All right, we got Midnight Fight Club Express. Fight Club Express. Midnight Fight Express, that's out on PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One. As you mentioned earlier, that is a part of Game Pass. So give that a check out if you got Game Pass and you're interested in a fighting game, especially if you didn't get to play Sifu because you don't have a PlayStation or something like that. You got Sifu. You got Yara's Revenge. That's out now on the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Stadia, and the Atari VCS, Dominic. What the hell? Because it is a... Yeah. <laughs> Because it's a it's a you know a slightly modernized version of Yar's Revenge. I don't even know what the hell that yeah. is. Is that a shooter? It, I don't remember to be honest with you. It is um, it is a game from the original Atari that I was not very familiar with. It looks like you're basically some kind of insect, and you're like chipping away at enemies on the screen. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, I uh, see. The it. Recharged has a cool look to it, it does. for like an updated version of one of those games. So, they need to do like yeah. uh well, which we call it? What what is it? The ET Recharge or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hopefully, hopefully they will do that one day. 
All right, we also have SD Gundam Battle Alliance for the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. This is the Chibi yeah, the Gundam one. It actually got. I mean, the, the reviews I did see. I mean, they thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, kind of want to try sports. it just to see how it is. Chibi yeah. <laughs> Chibi Gundams. Ah, uh, yes, Chibi War Machines. They make them cute. Yeah, that's what you do in also, war. See, we, will, we I would like more war more if the governments would just have like chibi <laughs> um, machines out there or, or chibi humans. Yes. Chibi humans out there just fighting. Give me the ton- Tonka tank and I'll be more on board yeah, with this war. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Dominic. We also got Pac Man World Repack out on the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Yeah, I saw this too. I've not seen reviews for this yet. But yeah, I haven't. I wonder it. how that turned yeah, out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not like it was a game that people were especially it was excited it, about. Anyway. I mean, it was, it was one. Of the, it was the best Pac-Man game ever at the time. Sure. <laughs> uh, let's see. PS5 version currently has a 69 with nine critic reviews, including a 70 on Destructoid, a 70 on Push Square. That doesn't seem awful to me for what that game is. So, and then we have Saints Row, Dominic. We haven't talked about it, but whoo, this is out now on the PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Stadia. And it is not faring very well unless you're a game informer. Yeah, Game Informer gave it the highest score, like an 8.5, but that's far from what the other people did. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. Was there somebody gave it a seven? I mean, I saw a lot of sixes. Uh, let's see what we got here. I have been watching this game while while we've been recording this. This woman is playing on stream with no pants. Uh, not the woman. Oh, having I was no about pants. To say. Her character <laughs> yeah. has no pants. It's so weird though because like. The amount that they blur in this game is not very much. So it's very much just like, here's the butt of your character, and I'm hiding what bits you would see from behind. So let's see. Critic Reviews uh, Gaming Nexus also gave it a 95. Why do I have Game IGN Informer? Japan. I'm, I'm just saying, why don't I have the Game Informer one? Oh, what, what, which one I'm on? PlayStation 5? I mean... So it's going to be the same score. Why don't yeah. they have that on the front of the critics? Like, that was 8.5. They skipped to Game Bite. Right. Yeah. And I don't I, get the Metacritic. Metacritic. I yeah, I don't get how they... I've always never understood, like, how how they sort by what I'm seeing. Yeah, and the, and the, yeah, and the initial screen. You have to, if you hit the critic reviews, then they... Sure. Well, actually, score, actually, no, I, I don't see Game Informer up here. Did Game Informer say that we can't, don't put us on Metacritic? I don't know. I feel like I see them on there, usually. I mean, maybe they're not under PS5. But, but I was going to say, know, could it just why? be that they're playing but, a different I mean, one? It's... Let's see. Damn, what version would they Is be Is that playing? what he said? Did he do Xbox? Yeah. I guess they put on my Xbox Series X version. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, right there. Right up I top. I feel like you should put, if they 
specifically said, like, look, this is going to be yet all cross board or something like that. Just put it on all. I, it's weird because it feels like there should be like an overall score on Metacritic, right? Yeah. But like you do also appreciate the 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 consolized ones because sometimes those versions are just worse. So I don't know. That's a hard problem to solve. I feel like because like depending on the situation, I would want to see one or the other. But yeah. Yeah, like that game is. It it just seems like oh, it, it gave it an eighty. Needed more time in the oven. That's not bad. I mean, from what I've been watching of this game, it doesn't seem terrible. I've definitely seen some glitches where like the character models just aren't there for some reason. <laughs> but I don't know the the world has like this interesting kind of blandness to it like the the color saturation i think makes it a little duller but like the actual world seems all right i know people have said the graphics look bad or like you know older but i'm not necessarily seeing that like i think it looks like a fine modern game there's definitely been some like draw distance haziness, but I don't know what this, what, what system this woman is playing on, to be honest with you. So I don't know. I think it, it seems fine. I'm not going to go out there recommending it because I obviously haven't played it, but this seems like something you might be into and read some reviews and it might be all right. I fully expect this game to end up being either on game pass pretty quickly or a free game or, or PlayStation's offering now, now that they have something or like one of these Amazon Twitch loot drop games or something like that pretty quickly or an Epic store. I was telling you like Epic store every year seems to do like between Christmas and new year's, like one big game every day. And I would not be surprised if this got to that level that quickly. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that one of those things with this game. I'm looking at it now, finally. Yeah. And it it seems adequate. But for seventy dollars, I don't know that I would. Seventy. Uh, I guess is it still Xbox game still sixty? Yeah, that shit is so complicated now. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Let's see what GameStop has it listed as. If GameStop even sells games anymore, they're selling me Super Anime Weekend, a whole bunch of anime figures, and Sailor Moon Monopoly. Which, you know what? I'm here for. Saints Row. Okay, maybe I was wrong. The PS5 version is listed as $60 on here. So that's that's what's getting me is like, is it then just Sony first-party games that are $70? Yeah, that they're, they're, they're better quality. <laughs> I mean, that's what they'll tell you. And honestly, in, in a lot of cases, that's true. But it's still, like, it. they've they've made it very complicated to, like, just know what the price of a thing is. Because there are definitely some PS5 games out there that have followed their lead. And... I don't know what those are. (laughs) 
Let's see what happens when I just type in PlayStation 5 games on. Like Madden. I, I knew that was going to be one. Madden is $70. Hogwarts Legacy Deluxe that's Edition not, is that's $80. That's not the Madden, like, Super Edition. Now this is just the regular Madden one, yeah. Madden, Madden um, Six-Legged Turkey Edition. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> NBA 2K uh, 23, $70. NHL 23, $70. Ain't nobody paying $70 for NHL 23. Come on now. We didn't talk about this, Dominic, but I think we talked about the deal originally that Tiger Woods was teaming up with 2K, but he is going to be on the cover of 2K23. Yeah. So however many years it's been since he was had last had his EA game, he is now back on the cover of a hey, sports game. But these game. golf games also have like the ones that are done by what what is saudi arabia like the ones pr- promoted by saudi the saudi arabia oh, i don't know because uh, a lot of people joined i mean it's, uh, there's quite a few golfers that joined that tour I, now i don't know if they're are they like they can't join um they can't join the regular pga i know tiger woods had turned it down they was gonna pay him Oh shit! I thought how much money it was going to pay. It was it was a lot. Was it five hundred million? Oh. I was going to say I would not be surprised if they would well, just like, give him well, infinity dollars well, my, because uh, more than five hundred million. Something I know Jack. The Nichols. way that they pay WWE for people and the people that they're usually asking for, which are usually people like twenty years past their prime, I have no doubts that you know them getting Tiger Woods would be and, like the biggest yeah. event in that country. Oh, oh ever. yeah, and but. For me, like people saying that they shouldn't, like they try to make it like this is wrong for them to go play for this country. They say, look, the, because of the civil rights and everything, and even that, so um, that hit that happened. Yeah, um, but I'm, I'm just saying that, dude, you're making me like, so I have to pretend like we don't do anything. Like what? <laughs> am I, I, like I'm sorry, I I don't see. I'm not. In denial, so so much that to think like all these countries have done. I mean, a lot of these countries have done something wrong, including the one I'm living at. So what's the? So I'm sorry. I I don't see it. Is any different? You can say, oh, it's blood money. What what the fuck kind of money I'm getting paid from PGA? <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I I would say that. Some people would be against it because what they're doing is basically they're buying propaganda. Like you, you would see, especially on that first WWE show, it was basically like, Hey, we're the greatest country in the world. And we've got these people, you know, we're, we've got Corey Graves saying that on commentary every five minutes. Now to your point though, like, isn't that what they're doing on the NFL when they're playing the national anthem before the game and all that stuff. So yeah, it's, it's really hard to to say one thing is is much worse than the other, you know. Especially when I mean, it's not, it actually, it's not that hard. People do 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 it all the time. <laughs> I mean, sure, but like realistically, to you know, yeah. It's like we're the good guys. Yeah. They're the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's not to say you know they aren't doing bad things. Like, are we not getting oil from over there? 
We're not. We're, not, we're absolutely getting away from that. I'm just saying it, it's so wrong. That's the thing, right? It's all about <laughs> convenience, right? And part of it is like, oh yeah, let's let's call oil a necessity versus like some entertainment or whatever. But yeah, why why does the U.S. government get to get to uh, do business with them while Tiger Woods can't, right? Yeah. Well, well, Tiger. Well, I, I don't know if he wanted to. Regardless, I know, I know you I know said he turned saying. it down, yeah. but I'm saying, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Why would he be judged harshly Harsh, yeah. or have to feel like he he is making a moral compromise if if he were to choose to do that? Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely complicated. But and it's not like at first time, I thought they were playing in Saudi Arabia. Get his bag, then do it. I was like, it must be like some kind of like. Um, golf courses made by slaves or something, but then, <laughs> but it's actually no. Those are just, just the ones over here, Dominic. It was just yeah, exactly. It was just promoted. They're promoting it and the money behind yeah. it. I think it's played somewhere in um, Europe. I don't know. It was England? I don't forget where. But it's somewhere in Europe. Okay. I know that. Well, in that case, I would be more inclined to do it because, like, for WWE, like there was there were some sketchy situations where they weren't sure that they were going to be able to leave the country. Yeah, yeah. See, the, the, but if you're yeah, doing it outside of their that's country, that's a little different because yeah, you're actually going. It. Yeah, but the, I think it's just the money behind it. And I'm like, shit, man. You want we can probably go through a lot of shit to see what the money behind. Not to it. say that uh, <laughs> they didn't make Jamal Khashoggi disappear from a different country. <laughs> so they definitely have the means, even if you're not in their country. Yeah, I I don't know. It's really weird. Because at a certain point, like with the WWE stuff, at at the beginning I was like against it, and then I was... But at the same time, I could potentially see like what WWE's idea was. Like, oh yeah, we'll go there. The first show, they aren't going to let us have women on there. The second show, they'll let us have like one women's match. But they're going to be covered up. The third, you know... And like progressively, it gets better and better. But like, is it getting better? Are they just letting you go further to say that you're letting them go further? But if that's the case, what's the difference between like them pretending to be progressive and them actually just being progressive to an extent? Because that's what a lot of companies over here are doing oh yeah uh let's see i guess that's it right yeah that's all i've got for the week you got anything else no i'm good all right thank you guys as always for listening you can check us out on twitter dominic is at d stallworth five i'm at regulus emma b podcast is at superpod s-u-p-a-p-o-d superpod.com is the website you can check us out there has all of our previous episodes as well as links to all the places you can find us including youtube where there's a video version of this podcast as well as itunes stitcher google Podcasts, spotify and all the other places you may listen to your podcasts and until next time guys talk to you later all right see you